Welcome to Power Play. I'm Omar Najam, but in Port Ruby, I'm Vion Vigor. What you're about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you'd like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. on twitch.tv slash qtimes, or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, and welcome to Power Play. Um, we are on the home stretch. Uh, hard to believe as it may be. Uh, only three episodes left this season. I, I honestly, it's like these seasons go so fast. It's kind of unnerving, um, which I guess is nobody's fault but mine. But, um, or, you know, actually, no, wait, it's, 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 it's their fault, actually. But, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm blaming the players on this one. But okay, uh, yeah, welcome to Power Play. Um, uh, I'm your game master, Rick Bud, and uh, these players who I just dumped all the blame on are uh, Sam Lev, who is our Caden D'Alto, and uh, uh, Omar Najam, who is our Vion Vigor, and uh, Kate, Caitlin Bruder, who plays Benny Beckett, and uh, B. Zelda, who is the wonderful Ulez Galli. Hello, everybody. Uh, and I want to spend a special thanks out, as usual, to Jake and Lauren and our amazing mods uh, and everyone at QTimes. Uh, those are the people who make all this stuff possible. Uh, without Jake and the mods and everybody, uh, we, we would we, we would not have this platform, uh, this awesome platform to do this this, this cool stuff. So thank you all. And uh, to um, uh, your subs and your bits uh, help support Q Times and keep all that running smooth. And your donations to the chip jar uh, help support uh, the people you see on the screen. And uh, to that end, uh, uh, support the uh, the Feed the Cast Fund. Uh, we have some rewards as usual, uh, and here's how they work. Uh, if we get to $50, the team gets a point of community determination, which they can use pretty badly right now, because right now I think the only person who's got any determination is Cadrax with one point. Um, is what I have in my records. Uh, that is it. Um, if we get to $150, uh, in-game our team has a mysterious benefactor who sends them gifts. As we all know, outside of the game, that mysterious benefactor is you, the chat. And so far, you have very generously supplied the team this year with, uh, sorry, this season with uh, power nullification handcuffs, four medium-range earpiece communicators, a state-of-the-art lab equipment, state-of-the-art computer system that has a crappy monochrome green monitor and a cool green kind of translucent shell, uh, a doggy flying kit that has doggles and a doggy aviator cap and a harness to let the flyer carry doggy on their back. It could be that very dog right there that Sam's got. Uh, a state-of-the-art toolkit uh, for creating and repairing technological thingamabobs, and a single-use pair of x-ray specs. So that's what we've got so far. And this week, if we unlock the $150 tier, the team gets an advanced medical kit that adds plus two to any medical-related tasks. So if anybody is in serious danger of anything happening, or whether it be a player or an important NPC, or, or even, even, even a villain in, in a moment of tender mercy for our, our heroes, they can, they can add plus two to their attempt to save uh, any of those people. Uh, so that, that is a mysterious benefactor gift. And if we get to $250, our after-credits lore drop, big one today, um, as we get to the end of the season, these things tend to increase in scope a little bit. Uh, so, you know, uh, if we get there, uh, that one will definitely be worth it. Uh, so those are the tiers. Uh, if you want to see them, in, you can unlock them uh, with the command unlocks in chat. 
And if you can't help us out by donating, you can always help us out by liking and commenting on our YouTube videos. It's good for the algorithm, uh, sharing our tweets and stuff, and just helping generally promote the show. And uh, and and we love all the fan art and the stuff you've been doing for us. Uh, it's like uh, I, I say it every week, but it's true. It's like we we talk about it, we share it with each other, and just like yeah, it it it, it makes everything you know, it makes life worth living. Yeah, that's a, that's right. We live for your art. So. Um, uh, you can get PowerPlay merchandise. There are T-shirts and stickers that have uh, Caitlin's wonderful character art on it, and our friend Hector's on the logo he made us. Yes, there's that logo now. And uh, you can get that at the Q Times Teespring store. Jake will drop that link into the chat for y'all. Um, and uh, the game we play here is called Icons. It is published by Ad Infinitum Adventures. It was created by a cool dude named Steve Kenson. Uh, you can check him out on Twitter, at S. Kenson. The book edition I have is published by Green Ronin. Looks like this. Um, I don't know if they have restocked them yet, but you can get, I think, uh, uh, you know, made-to-order editions and, and PDF editions and stuff like that. It's an awesome system. Uh, and I give it a shot sometime. Um, you can follow the show at PowerPlay RPG on Twitter and Instagram. PowerPlay is now available as a podcast for the podcast inclined. Check it out wherever fine pods are casted. And that's the announcements. Time for PowerPlay. Welcome back. So, previously on Power Play. The police raided Vion and Ulez's apartment on an unsanctioned, unrecorded search, and Vion tried to use a thumb drive that had been sent to him by his old pal, Destiny Ben Dixon, to lure the cops back. But despite the fact that Destiny predicted he would need the drive, it didn't work. Uh, the team didn't really have time to make sense of the whole thing because they had to break off and save Benny's biological father, Adam Aubrey, who had been turned to stone. They succeeded in saving Adam, but almost immediately found themselves accused of planting a bomb in the garage of the Perfecto building in Bray Square. C4 and a radio detonator consistent with the type used in the explosion was found in Beyond and Ulez's apartment, and a security video from the garage seemed to show our four heroes entering the area earlier in the day before the bomb went off. After going on the run, Vion decided to turn himself in so he could try to learn more about what was going on. He found himself being interrogated uh, by the task force leader, Detective Noah Rose, who made some comments indicating that someone wanted Vion and the team out of the way of something. Meanwhile, Cadrax flew Benny and Ulez to the Perfecto building where they learned from Val, the intern, that Perfecto security had cleared the garage out prior to the explosion. They broke into Colm Cowan's office, the head of security's office, where Ulez downloaded footage that confirmed Val's story and Cadrax pocketed a building directory and a micro cassette recorder that they found on a table. The search was then interrupted by a very angry Colm Cowan, but before he could really do anything about it, Ulez teleported him to the roof and then teleported themselves by accident into the middle of a crowd of cops in the parking garage. Tadrax and Benny decided to make their escape through Cowan's office window 
that we will pick up in the garage. Ulez, you deposited Comb Cowan on the roof? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm told we have unlocked the first tier. Uh, hey. Thank you so much, everybody. You now all have one point of determination. I might um, need that. Thank you. Yeah, uh, play those troubles against yourselves, people. You're you're gonna need determination in the next three games, so I would recommend you start planning ahead. Um, so yeah, you teleported your comb Callan up to the roof, and then you tried to teleport uh, back to your friends, but because you're oh die, you wound up uh, in the parking garage with all the cops investigating the explosion. Um, and as you you get there, you look around and you see. A large structure, you know, a large section of the structure is absolutely devastated. It is not quite a smoldering crater or anything like that, but walls are blown out, cars are destroyed, and a thick, smoky smell still hangs in the air. You are surrounded by police, mostly CSI types, but a few patrolmen and detectives as well. And before you do anything, you are shot from behind with a taser and you feel it ripple through you. Someone points, patrolmen surround you, tasers drawn, one of them, don't give them time to think, knock them out, knock them out. And you are hit by another taser, and then another. And just as where you are at the point that you are about to lose conscious and be stunned, there is a gust of wind, and suddenly this Silver blur streaks through the garage and knocks all the cops down. And whatever it is, it is going way too fast for you to see. And in a couple of seconds, it's gone. And you look around and every single cop in the garage has been knocked unconscious, their weapons taken from them. And on the floor, just a few inches from you, there is a cell phone and it's ringing. Uh, oh, um, uh, oh no, all the phones are different. Um, h- hello? H- hello? Um, are you the one who talked to the computers? Oh, oh yes, that is I. Uh, that is me. What are you? Oh, I am Ulez Gali. Who are you? Are you a friend or a foe? Oh, I am always an ally. Well, unless you, you do bad. And then, well, we'll have to consult. We're, I'm always open to talking, though. And there's a long silence, and then... Are, are you still there? I will be watching you. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you. And there's a click, and the line goes dead. Ah. Huh. We will keep this phone for some analysis. I don't have anywhere to tuck it in, so like, they'll just hold on to it. I need to teleport back to my friends. Uh, Ulez, make a teleportation roll. Oh, okay. Uh, Odai is all right, but my numbers aren't great. That big. Be- oh, that's fine. Um, eight. Eight. Um, okay, that will get you there. Um, I'm going to say from all the tasers mm-hmm. and the hits and this roll, which is, you know, relatively low and, and, and should take a little stamina from you. Um, you were at six. Uh, you are now at three. Okay. 
But where did you teleport to? Colin Cowan's office? Yeah, that's where my friends were when I last saw them. <laughs> okay. You appear in Colin Cowan's office and you see ahead of you a broken window. Oh, oh um, and with my radio, uh, greetings, uh, Cadrax, uh, where are you currently located? Ah, uh, I am in the air. Oh, okay, uh, is there somewhere that perhaps I should meet you, and is there any more information than I should pull from this computer while I'm still here? The alarms have stopped, though. I believe that Colm Cowan would be nearby your location if you have returned to his office. We will rendezvous on the same roof that we were at earlier. Ah, yes. Is that okay. agreeable? That is excellent. We will see you there. Be safe. Liz, you teleporting again? Oh, yeah. Give me another teleportation roll. Hopefully I actually make it double sixes. Um... That puts my teleport at a nine, eleven. Okay, so yeah, no problem. <laughs> you make it back to that rooftop, and uh, I've rearranged some of my wires that were kind of out of place after that tasering. It wasn't good on my electricity. And uh, yeah, you are you are feeling a little rough right now as Cadrax and Benny swoop down and land on the roof beside you. Oh. Hey, you good? Greetings. Um, you look a little, sp a little sparky. Oh, I have encountered a handful of uh, humans who were circled the parking garage where the bomb initially went off. The destruction was rather vast. And, well, they... Uh, they attacked. Um, Pardon? With... Oh, what is the piece of technology that can shock you and it usually incapacitates humans? Oh, a taser? There were. That's not nice. Correct and correct, but in this case, it was simply a taser. They did not speak a lot other than don't let them react, do not let them think. And it seems like these folks have a rather specific course of action to deal with folks who are a little bit more super powery. Oh, oh, and I have a new cell phone. And I'll show you the... <laughs> Okay, um, where'd you get that from? Oh, uh, it's an important detail to mention that I was in fact saved by an individual who disabled all of the humans who were attacking me and they left me this phone. We have spoken. They are very kind. Well, okay then. Um, did you get more the name of this individual or identifying features? Uh, no, none. They were kind, though, and we believe that that means they will contact me again. They're looking for allies, and I have a lot of space to be allies for everyone. Space is very large. It is. Um, uh, okay, I'm more concerned about you and your ability to stay upright. Do you need, like... Oh, I will be. Well, are we returning to the office? Do we have a course of action? We have acquired the information that we were looking for, and now we have to apply that knowledge and figure out how to uh, make ourselves no longer culpable for a, a bombing that was not us. We do have one further tool that we might want to make use of while we are nearby the location. Namely, I hold up the building directory, the precise location of the CEO's office. Oh. Perhaps that computer, when interfaced with, might yield 
more information and further leads to investigate. Okay, that sounds excellent. Uh, we hope that they are no longer, or they are not in their office, because we do not want, I do not want my friends to get hurt. Perhaps a flyby could ensure such things. That would be very excellent. We will wait here. I will return soon. Okay, Kadrax, you are going to fly by Julian Court's office. Fly and ping, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, you fly towards the building. I'm going to say from the building directory, you learn uh, it is on the 70th floor. And uh, the building you are on is pretty tall, so it, it, it's, it's not a far distance. You kind of just shoot over. And uh, yeah, uh, make, give me your ping roll. Whoa, Mac die. Okay. Um, so, yeah. 13. All right. 13. Yeah. Okay. Um, apparently, Julian Court's office occupies the entire 70th floor. It's enormous. Um, there is a waiting room outside. It looks like where a secretary sits. And then there is the inner office, which is his. Uh, it, it seems to have a fairly large desk in it. Uh, there's a chair at the desk. Uh, there are what seems to be a couple of closets um, and uh, maybe what appears to be a safe or a vault in one of them. Um, and and that's what you get. Uh, movement. Bodies. Humanoids. Uh, it appears empty. Even, even the secretary station. All right. Very well. I will return to the nearby roof and report this to my comrades. While they were gone, I would have asked Ulas if they wanted any to take any health from money because they probably look really rough. It's, it's like, like, you know, when you drop like a plastic toy on the ground and it gets all like scraped up, kind of like that. Are you sure you like? I'm good. Do you want? Oh, uh, no! I will be well. Thank you, though. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. We okay. are trying to be more resilient, and we think it is going well. Okay. You let me know. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'm assuming then Cadrex comes in. <laughs> there is no one on the floor, but we can only assume that Julian Court is very, very large based on the size of his office. Oh, it is a rather large office. Impressive. Is that a correlate? The status and size of office should have a relationship? Well, I mean, that tends to be how they do it. Whether or not that's right or good is another question, but that, you know, makes sense. Is it because they are tall? I heard that the leadership of, of human corporations are often taller than average. Ah. Uh -huh. Perhaps mean, they need the leg room. Legs are most uncomfortable, I understand. Well, well, if we run into him, you can ask. I imagine if we run into him, the proper course would be apology, but thereafter I could observe the yes. limb length in question. Yes, correct. It appears to be empty. I have no reason to think that they would put overt stealth equipment in their office building. So we might enter. Okay. If it is convenient. 
We are ready. I am more than satisfied to commit further property damage, but for stealth's sake, we might attempt your method of ingress, Ulis. Oh, we would like to teleport inside. If that is within your capacity at this moment, I understand that. Ulis is going to look over at Benny. Ah, uh, could I utilize some of your help? Yeah, they, <laughs> she puts out her hand. She doesn't really know how you're going to do it, but she just kind of like holds out. Hands uh, like, I simply it. need to hold your hand. Okay. Um, so it was a two-parter because it's like a, what do we call it when we have to... Rick, what are the words of the game? Light blast. A complex task. A complex task. Thank you, Omar. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, B. Well, you're not siphing it into anyone else. It's just going into you. Isn't that just... Oh, that's true. That's literally just ability. my light blast. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so give me, give me a light blast roll. I need one dice for this. Uh, that is a nine. Nine. Um, it gets real bright. Oh, yeah, okay. Honestly, that, that is plenty. Um, and that will get you back to six and will bring Benny down to eight. Perfection. I got um, stamina galore, so <laughs> please take my stamina. <laughs> Did I mention you didn't, yes. by the way, I don't know if I said it during the recap, or if I forget, but you, 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 along with the building director, you also got the micro cassette player. Um, yes, I, yeah, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, Thank you right, for so reminding us that. While you are all doing this healing thing, Vion, when we last saw you, you slipped into the crowd after escaping custody and took the face of a random stranger. Uh, and uh, where did you go from there? Okay. Um, uh, I am heading in the direction of my office. Okay. And I think your office I'm wondering, is in your yeah. hill, sure. Um, I'm wondering in terms of how far am I right now from my office? Because I was in um, downtown, is that right? No, you were you were actually in Yard Hill, um, oh, uh, where the thirty third precinct is, and uh, so it's 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 only a few blocks really. Oh, um, so. yeah, yeah. Let's let's go. Let's 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 take the sidewalk. All right, and you are you are walking along, and uh, your your cell phone starts ringing. Oh, um, oh, I have my cell phone on me. Oh, they didn't no. like confiscate it. You know what? They would have confiscated it. Okay, that would have made right. both of our lives easier if they didn't. But yeah, no, sorry, nothing starts ringing. You're just uh, uh, you know, I'm just oh. humming to myself. Yeah. Um, I get to so I just I I just casually go to my office. And I look around to make sure no one's around as I approach the door. Give me an intelligence roll. Okay. Can I add investigation to this? Yes. Great. Seven plus, uh, so nine. Okay. There are cops everywhere. Um, They are sitting on your office, so to speak. Um, There are police cruisers out front, uh, you know... Patrolman in the lobby. Okay, well, uh, all right. Uh, kind of, kind of want to get into my office a little bit, if I'm being honest. So, what I would like to do is this is such a waste of our taxpayer money. Um, this should go to schools and libraries. What I would like to do is I would like to cast invisibility on myself. Hmm. Um, give me magic roll. Uh, your magic is now at four, right? Yeah. Okay. That's correct. 
All right. So that's going to mean 11. Ooh. That is a moderate success. The effort okay. succeeds. Okay. Your, your invisibility is on. Now, hang on. Let me make sure. And Omar's magical powers uh, really making me learn this book. Invisibility makes you along with anything you're wearing, carrying, unable to see, sound, If I become like translucent, <laughs> I swear, Rick. Okay, yeah, no. That'd be you are invisible, <laughs> but you are back to looking like yourself because you can only maintain one spell at a time. Yes, so. that's that's perfectly fine. Um, and, uh, as, okay. So I turn invisible, uh, but it, you know, it's me if I'm, if I am to turn uninvisible opaque again, um, uh, it will be this face. So I would like to wander past the cops. Okay. Um, and I'm also going to phase, uh, I can be phased and invisible. Yeah. Those are separate powers. Great. actually. Uh, so I like to phase just cause I think that'll dampen some of my footsteps and stuff. Cause I don't have the weight of my um, unfazed self. And I'd like to, is the door to my office locked? Uh, closed, closed? Uh, the door to your office is closed and there is a uniformed policeman standing outside kind of guarding it. Hmm. Okay. Um, great. Yeah, please stand right outside the door. It makes no difference to a ghost. I would like to just walk through the wall. Yeah, that's that's a free move for you. You don't even have to roll because you, you you can just phase around on through. Oh uh, gosh, the wall I, is well within your limits. So this has been successful. There's no reason to toy with this, but I would like to just add. I was humming. Um, was it Mr. Cellophane from Chicago? I know that's gonna probably that might put me in a disadvantage in terms of stealth, but I just think it would be real funny. So can I just say that I I'll roll something? Make a coordination roll. Oh come on, come on, come on! Add your performance. Do it, you coward. Yeah, can I add my performance to this? Um, well, it's not, I mean, I guess, no, I've got stealth. I've got stealth. I've got stealth. Yeah, it's stealth. like performance would go to the quality of your performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I want to know. Okay, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? There's a plus one for self, plus one for performance. I'm going to add a plus one, but we will, uh, Sam, you and I, it's a permeable universe. Okay, here we go. Uh, that's fungible, I understand. <laughs> that's going to be a total of eight. Eight. Um, you're fine. He doesn't hear anything. <laughs> Great. I head right through the wall. And is there anyone inside? Uh, no, the, the inside is empty, although, well, I'll tell you what, make an intellect roll. Okay. And can I add investigation? Yeah. Great. So that's seven plus. You won't need it. I got a one. Pumpkin. Great. So that's going to be a 13. A spooky uh, 13. Yeah, no, you're fine. Uh, so so you can you can easily tell that they have been searching your office uh, everything's moved around you know it's like they they haven't even taken care to try and hide it you know drawers are left open yeah you know, things have been tossed you know um i would like to is there uh have any of my tape recorders or burner phones been touched it's fine if they're touched but have they been removed um 
tape recorders and burner phones. We're going to just assume that this is like sort of stuff you had as part of the trade. Just investigator um, stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll say is that there are uh, burner phones that are still packaged. Okay. You know, um, they, they didn't take anything that was still in its package, figuring it hadn't been used. Yeah, that um, makes total sense. All your AV equipment, though, is gone. You know, win some, you lose some. Um, okay, what I like to do is, I mean, let's just blast through this. We don't have to get into the minutia of it. Uh, Edgar Wright montage here. I'd like to crack open um, one of those burner phones. Okay. Get it up and running. I would like to pull up the audio record feature. And uh, one of the rooms that, uh, that we kind of talked about it a little bit, but like out, starting to outfit it um, for just like some training and stuff in the back, I would like to just go to like the further room. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to postcog myself and record the audio of Detective Rose. Okay. Um, make a postcog roll. I assume you are not broadcasting now. Well, hmm. Okay, wait. This is to. interesting. You would have to broadcast. Yes, I would have Can, to. Hang on. I gotta see something here. Does broadcast affect an area or the minds of people in an area? That is what I am trying to find out. Um, Very fun. Yeah. I love RPGs. <laughs> it can affect anyone who hears or sees you in person or on TV and really giving you a much wider range. It, it looks like it affects people, not things. So I don't know that you can record your broadcast. I see. Um... You, it looks like if you're going to want to play this broadcast for somebody, you're going to have to play it for them directly. Okay. You know, this is... Uh, maybe not my most ethical moment. What I would like to do is I would like to transform into uh, Detective Rose and just repeat what he said. Ooh. Um, you're going to give up your invisibility? Uh, I, I mean, I've headed into the, uh, like, farthest office, so yeah. I mean, I was going to broadcast anyway, so that's my... Okay. Yeah. Um, give me a magic roll for uh, transformation. Great. So this is going to be 8 plus uh, 10. Uh, do you do 4 plus 2, 6? Yeah, that is... Yeah, that's a major success. Um, so that turns on Love transformation... It. Mm -hmm. and transformation lets you turn into other things. Uh, so now you've got to make a transformation roll. Great. That's going to be four plus this roll. Uh, it's a nine. Um, hmm. Yeah, okay. That works. Transformation is a little weirdly defined in the, th in, in the book, but uh, I... I going to say that, that that gets the job done. Um, so you form into no rose, and because you have heard his voice, uh, you are able to do the voice as well. Great. Uh, so I'd like to just quickly record what he said uh, to me in in so many words, and um, and just record that onto the phone. Okay. Um, huh. 
So you're making a tape that will have Noel Rose speaking his lines of dialogue in the conversation that you had with him last week. Yeah. But without your own voice, are you doing both voices? Um, you know, here's a good question. If I'm transformed, can I? This is more for just world building. I'll, I'll make it work either way. But because if I have to turn it off and on again, ah, that's going to be tedious. Leading voice or whatever clothing they're wearing, your imitation is exactly enough to full test like fingerprinting, retinal scans, do even DTS. However, you do not gain your subject's abilities. Other for power memory. Um, I think what we ruled last time when you when you transformed into uh, uh, Doran Reese was that because you had not heard his voice, your own voice stayed in place. Right. So that sounds to me like it is sort of like a choice to meld your vocal cords or not. If you don't oh. know, they don't meld. So oh, we're I'm gonna, gonna say fun. Okay. Yeah, you can you can go back and forth and record a conversation between yourself and Noah Rose. Ooh. Oh, they're in so much trouble. They're in so much trouble that I can do this. Great. So I'm gonna record that. I'm gonna get everything down. And um I would like that audio on the phone. And now, just because I know Vion, he starts pacing, and it's just like, all right, now I got to get this to, I got to get this to the reporter's office. But if this place is crawling with cops, I mean, who knows what's going to be going on over there? How am I going to get it? How am I going to get it to her? How am I going to? And then he starts laughing, like quietly, not to like get caught. He goes, oh, all right, now I get it. Now I get it. Very good. All right, very clever. Very good. Um. I would like to grab one or two other things from my office, and then I would like to start teleporting my way to uh, the news office, the station. Teleporting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, give me a magic roll. Great. You can get teleportation up to level four, which takes you several city blocks at a time. It just makes the most sense. I could take a cab, but I don't know. Uh, great. That pumpkin is blowing little hearts in my face. Uh, that is going to be a total of 14. 14. Okay. Um, the way teleportation works, uh, if you remember, um, you have to roll, oof, um, failure means you arrive at your destination stunned and spend the next panel recovering. Sure. You are in Yard Hill in Baronsdale. Jake, can you throw up that Avalon map? I think uh, I just sent you. Um, you are in Yard Hill in Baronsdale, um, the uh, the Port Ruby Standard headquarters where you met Ann Witt is in uh, Bray Square uh, yeah. by the Perfecto Building. Um, uh, there um, in Mid Avalon. That is a heck of a lot more than four blocks. Yeah. So this is a whole bunch of rolls to get from one to the other. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. Um, I'm just asking your expertise right now as a friend, not as a GM, Rick, um, as someone who lived in this region, uh, that, an analogous region. It's how a good long, time I spent in Port Ruby, yeah. <laughs> how long do you think it would take me by cab? Um, cab, uh, we are in... Uh, we, like, I think we started you getting framed early in the morning. You all have gone down to Factory Park, then back up. Yeah. So this is like kind of mid-afternoon. Um, you're talking a good, you know, 30 to 60 minutes, depending on traffic conditions. 
30 to 60. This is real silly, but yeah, I think I might just fly. <laughs> okay, give me a flight roll. Okay. Flight at level four means you can move about as fast as a race car. Mm. Uh, that's going to be a six. Uh, that is a moderate success. <laughs> so you get flight, but we're gonna we're we're, we're gonna say it's it's you know it's a little bit wonky. Um, but you you will be able to fly. Your control is gonna be meh meh. Um, and uh, you can move about as fast as a race car. And obviously, with no traffic ahead of you, this will go much quicker. So you'll get to Bray Square in I don't know ten fifteen minutes or so. Okay, great. Oh well, that's that's much faster. Wow. Why don't we do that? Um, okay, great. Uh, I would flight. Like to, Who knew? <laughs> just because I'm really eager to rejoin my friends, um, what I'd like to do is land on the rooftop. Um, I would like to cast invisibility on myself. As soon as you get there? Uh, yes. The okay. second I land on the rooftop. Let's say you are in flight right now. And while oh, okay. you are on the way, let's zip back over uh, to uh, the other half of the team. And uh, y'all, Cadrax, uh, uh, just briefed you on what they learned from their ping. Um, and uh, what do you want to do? Uh, tell, like, Cadrax will fly us close to Julian Court's uh, office and we'll teleport in. Should we perhaps teleport into the secretary? I have no... Office, I have no preference, but I imagine both would yield different and useful data. Oh, uh, yes, the secretary. That is like the individual that we are trying to hire. They handle a lot of your information. It is a very important role. Yes, this is what I understand. We think that is a good idea. Benny, may you please offer your insight? Oh, no, I think that'd be good. I mean, good place to start is any. Like you said, whoever that is would handle his entire day today, so... We're going to start anywhere. Might as well be there. It could clarify why there is no one in the office at the moment. We did pull the fire. Is that this building where we pulled the fire alarm? Mm -hmm. We did do that. Yes. That might be, that also might be why. I think Rick, you had mentioned like the fire alarm isn't going on anymore though, right? Um, I I think uh, they, they started to, yeah, go back into the building. So uh, let's assume that, you know, fire engine came They're They're doing the inspection now, but uh, as often happens in these uh, situations, they're, they're letting people build in the back end of the building because they can tell that the building's not on fire. It's the firemen now try and walk around figuring out what happened. So we might have either limited time or find out that they're just out of the office today. So Right, and the agenda might clarify that point. Yeah. Okay. We fly now. Excellent. <laughs> Hold on tight. All right. So, Cadrax, you put your hands on and the three of you uh, zip over back towards the window and uh, you are now hovering outside of the 70th floor. All right. Um, There's going to be some green light and uh, we will teleport inside. Uh, I should inform you that I sometimes have a hard time with my teleportation and it goes a little, um, how did Beyonce say, sideways? Uh, truly, there is no directional uh, indication as to what's happening while I'm teleporting. But, but anywho, uh, we might not end up in the receptionist or secretary's office. That's okay. You do what you got to do. Um, a two is bad as well, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, die went off? Yeah. Uh, how did you do otherwise? <laughs> not great. Six. Ooh. Okay. 
Um, you teleport, and the three of you appear on the roof. Ulez, you took two passengers with you. Correct. So uh, you're down from six to four. Yep. Oof. And uh, you did not do great on that roll, so you are now stunned. Oh, um, what does that and, look like? Uh, I mean, especially with after getting hit by those tasers, uh, you kind of lose your balance a little bit and, you know, maybe, Ooh. maybe, maybe, uh, maybe fall them. down yeah. to one <laughs> knee. Yeah. Like I Benny, think Cadrex and Benny immediately you. like would probably try to grab for them. Oh, whoops. And, oh. uh, let's see. It's only been, it hasn't been that long. So, um, across the roof, uh, banging on an interior door, you see the back of Colm Cowan. <laughs> Wait, so he's still on the roof? Yeah, I mean, this is only <laughs> really a few minutes later. Okay, if that's the case, while well, he's distracted, I would like to go over and disarm him. He had a gun before. I don't want that to be the case. <laughs> so you're going to try and sneak up on him? Yeah. All right, give me a coordination roll for the sneak up. May I assist in this endeavor? Because I was thinking of doing an analogous thing and we could move at 55 miles an hour. That's, yeah. And ideally just smack a dude into the door that he's knocking on. Uh-huh. Yeah, Liz will lay on the ground. Give me a second. Uh, and not make footsteps. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what do you want to do now? What's going on? Uh, I would like to fly Benny to into this endeavor with all alacrity and, in fact, into okay. him. Okay. That means both of you have to stay quiet. So both yes. of you give me a coordination. Mm -hmm. Should I add my flight or my coordination? Coordination for the, okay. the, the silence part. Okay. That's, That's great. Handle stealth, so it's like, you know. Yeah. Make Six. sure you don't sneeze when you're trying to sneak up on him or something. Six. And you, I might sneeze. <laughs> Cadrax? Um, nine. All right, Cadrax, you're fine. Benny, you are like right on the borderline. What were you planning to do, Benny? Oh, I just wanted to, I wanted to disarm him. He had a gun last time we saw him, so I just want to get the like firearm how? away from him. Like, right um, now if he's I can, banging on a door, you don't see I a see firearm. Okay. Does he uh, not have like a... Make an intellect roll. It's also not going to be great, but that's fine. <laughs> Even worse, five. <laughs> no, you don't see it on him. Is it possible? I don't like to replicate rolls, but is it possible that I do see it since we are traveling together? And he's so like... I imagine this dude is like one of those like black button down black blazer kind of dudes. And so in the process of slamming on uh, the door, blazers lift. Give me an intellect yeah. roll. Come Cowan, by the way, is uh, Michael Rooker. Five plus six, 11. 11, okay. At an 11, you can see he's got like a holster underneath his jacket there. Gotcha. Mm. I mean, I suppose if you'll allow, I would like to yoink then. Okay. Roll a to yoink. yoink. Roll to yoink. Hang on. We're just going to corner, like, two corner him real quick and then... <laughs> Rolling to yoink. Actually, um... you know what? Screw yoink. Uh-oh. It's a delicate piece of machinery. That's true. Uh -huh. I've messed up locks more complicated than this. I'd like to just complex task to break the gun. Yes. 
Okay, sure. Um, give me a complex task roll. Have to. What? Is, no. Worst case, then we have a gun we don't want. <laughs> Reduce guns. All right. Four plus uh, seven. Eleven. Eleven. Um, you send out your voice and a little pulse towards the gun. And you feel pretty confident that you have uh, broken the firing pin. Brilliant. All we needed. <laughs> how is, uh, as I sort of look back across the roof, how is Ulez looking? Uh, let's say Ulez is kind of sitting on the ground um, <laughs> a little. A little easy. sideways. Yeah. yeah. Tilted to a good angle. So Cowan is knocking on the door. Benny and I are floating behind. And I look to her, not daring speak, lest he turn around and look to Ulez. Yeah, there's some sort of sense of people behind. Who knows? Um, like, mm-hmm. do we go back? Do we or go back or go smack? In effect. Benny's just gonna kind of probably make a couple of faces and then I think point back at Ula's. I think she thinks that this guy is just gonna be up on the roof until someone comes to get him and he doesn't have to be our problem right now. I really want to believe that it's locked like from the inside, so he can't he just has to keep knocking on it. Mm-hmm. It could be. <laughs> okay. You have been thinking about this for too long. <laughs> I point Cow- back at Ulez. Cowan kind of like turns around now, uh, you know, as he gets tired of banging and sees you and he reaches into his thing and he grabs his gun and he's like, freeze, freeze. Okay, well. That's not her specialty. <clears throat> yeah. Um, can I? <laughs> he doesn't know his gun is broken. I kind of want, can I, I want to flame on in my hands, and then try to see if I can lava on hands only, reach out and just grab the barrel of the gun. Yeah, sure. So can you <laughs> I gotta see if I can your... flame on first, yeah. Okay. Yes, or is on... Actually, I think it takes me time to go lava form, so if I just blaze on to fire and just grab the barrel of the gun, that's also fine, because I'm sure I can get something out of that. I burn pretty hot. Do I have to roll a prowess to grab it? Or uh, grabbing is its own thing. That's uh, right. That's I a believe, yeah, it's like um do when you want to grab or wrest something from opponent's grasp, test the lower of your power, prowess, or strength versus the opponent's strength. Okay. So. I don't even need to take it from him. I just want to get a hand on it, but lo- my lower is my strength, so This guy does not like me today. Eight? Well, that is enough to get your hands on it. I, that, you couldn't have wrested it from his grasp, but Don't since you are actually not trying to and just trying to touch it, I, I think that level of success is sufficient. Uh, and your hands are, fa- are flamed on, so... Mm-hmm. I would uh, like to be angling towards lava hands, but I think it takes me time to lava hands. And, and he kind of try to, tries to pull the gun a little bit, and he's just sort of like, ah, ah, and then he kind of like, ah, and he kind of lets go, and he's just sort of like, ah, freak. That's rude. You're pointing a gun at me. What am I going to do? Let you shoot me? No. 
You broke into my office. What am I supposed to do? And you planted a bomb in our building. Okay, that we didn't do. We did not do that. Interesting. That's why we're here. You were not informed of the deception. I turned to Benny, like kind of forgetting him for a moment. Yeah, that's fascinating. This was a very closely held job then. Yeah, so it's a shame that they don't trust you. My understanding was that you were close with the CEO. Was the information incorrect? Uh, Must have been higher than him. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Can you say that again? I, I got I got cross talked on that. What did he say? He said, uh, deception. I don't know what you're talking about. And Benny's just going to fully turn to Cadrex, like, not even paying attention anymore. It must be a higher job than, like, if it wasn't orchestrated by them, they were just told it or... Yes, but I, he had them clear out of the garage. Why on earth did he think he would do so if not I mean, higher for orders? the purpose of evacuation? Right, but he wasn't even told. It bespeaks a lack of respect for his I mean, position, honestly. Yeah, that sucks, dude. How long have you been working here? You think they'd, you know, fill you in on stuff. I don't know what that means then for us. Do we still... Yes, I, I think we should proceed. It's okay. just that we shouldn't expect any further useful information from him because he doesn't know anything. Yeah. Vion, uh, <laughs> about this time, you are flying into Bray Square. Um... And uh swoosh. Tell you what, give me give me an, an intellect roll. I would love to. Can I add anything to this or just a dry intellect roll? Uh you can add investigation. All right. Seven plus uh never heard that as a dry roll. Fascinating. <laughs> I love that term. <laughs> Thank you. Twelve. And you can see uh, you are headed for another building and you can spy that on the top of the Perfecto building you can see your three friends. Oh, I go to send a telepathic message to Ulez and then stop last second because I'm like, oh, that'll turn off my flight. Never mind. Um, <laughs> how how close? How close? Um, close-ish. Can I know. can I can I yell? Can I wave? Well, you've got your earpiece thing, right? Oh no, no I don't. you gave your earpiece yeah. thing. Um, are you within yelling distance? Uh, I mean, you're moving as fast as a race car, so it's like if you are in visual distance, you, you can be within yelling distance probably pretty quickly if you want to be. Okay, I'm gonna, I want to just swoop by close enough and then just wave and go, hey, how's it going, everyone? Oh, oh, we greet you. Hey, yeah, I'll be right back, okay? Uh, maybe I'll, I'll meet you here or I'll meet you somewhere else. Oh, okay, yeah. um, uh, would you like... Uh, ooh, can I try to throw my earpiece at this moving Vion? You can try. Make I mean, a coordination I'll try. I might just throw it away. Um, and that's just the risk that I'm willing to take. I love uh, this. Eight. You, that's pretty good. And your, your earpiece just right over the side and just oh disappears. <laughs> uh, and, and while Thanks, y'all Chad, are for that really generous gift. <laughs> While y'all are distracted by Vion, uh, Colm Cowan uh, tries to make a run for the other side of the roof. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, is there a door over there? Yeah. Yeah, there are oh. there are stairwells oh. on on all side uh, on, oh. on in each. Corner. I just roll my eyes like a Cadrax. Where is he gonna go? Down the stairs, one 
assumes I would like to. You. <laughs> he doesn't know that. We mustn't be arrogant about these things. You feel toward him the way that I feel toward you. I'd like to perform a complex task roll. What do you want to do? Uh, I want to jam the locks on the stairwell doors. Yeah. Okay, give me a complex task roll. Yeah. <laughs> That's another max die. Hey, this, they're gonna betray me so bad. I'm gonna get stabbed again or something. This is bad. <laughs> like this yeah. is uh, worrying. These these are not complicated locks, so it's pretty easy for you. And uh, yeah, he kind of gets there. And he's pulling on the other one too, and it, it, it is also locked. You know, the, apparently, you know, like he, he he was locked out before and remains locked out. Um, and uh, and and I guess with the lock broken. Now probably nobody could let him in from the out from the other side either. Uh -huh. So uh, he sort of turns around, you know, and kind of puts his back to the wall, you know, and he's like, um, "What do you want? You gonna kill me?" No, of course not. We mean no ill will. That is the entire point of our expedition to clear our name. He really didn't know. Didn't know what? All right. Liz is going to stand up and walk to Benny and Cadrax. Ah, if we are ready, I, I believe that we can try this teleportation again. Listen, folks, yeah. I got to go real quick. Uh, <laughs> and I point at, I find at Calm. You do whatever they say. All right? You trust me on this. You do whatever they say. All right, I'll see y'all later. I'll be right back. Oh, and I okay. Fly off. You fly I off? Like yeah, I mean, I'm still flying, right? Like, I just swooped in just to, like, wave and say hi. I didn't land. Oh, That's why okay. I threw my earpiece at him and <laughs> yeah. just went over that building. Oh, okay. Hey, Ulus, we'll get that later. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. I had already forgot about it. Curious, um, where are you going? Just flying around for the fun of it? or No, no, no. I'm going to Ann Wits. Oh, you're going to Ann Wits, right? Yeah, okay. dropping off the... The Port Ruby standard right. or whatever it's called. Yes. Okay, yeah, and Vion disappears, leaving the three of you with Colm Cowan on the roof. Uh, okay, with uh, the permission of my two party members, I'd like to reach out, hold their hands, and teleport to the office of that, uh, the CEO's reception office. I think I'm still on fire, partially, but also, did we want to try to him? convince, no, convince him? Oh. Yeah, I mean, Cadrax is kind of stuck on that, mm -hmm. honestly. It is... It they look like they are engaged with the fact that yeah. you uh, and the last thing he had said um, just to bring back into time was uh, it didn't tell me what I yeah. think mm -hmm. uh, that the bombs were not planted by us but by some other party presumably in collusion with someone within the company. From whom did you get the order to evacuate the garage? Make a willpower roll. Yes. Alas, I am a terrible person to be doing this. <laughs> There's none of us that are good at willpower. Actually, Benny. Uh, no, Benny is, pretty, is Benny right is here and, and excellent. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, I will remind you every single time that a six is average for me. <laughs> I am doing well. Yeah. You got a six? Yes. Of course. I'm not talking to you. I'm not telling you anything. Get out of here. Okay, but like, 
you've seen a little bit of what we can do. Don't you think that if we were going to try to destroy the Perfecto building, it would be, you know, a little bit worse than that? Like, look, and I'm going to, I have, my hands are still on fire with this gun, which is, uh, firearms are made of like aluminum and steel. Aluminum has a really low forging temperature and steel loses all of its structural integrity pretty, pretty low. And so she's just going to like take it and like bend it into like an, like an arc, like, Really? A bomb that didn't hurt anyone? What would be the point of that if we were trying to wreak havoc? I told you, I ain't telling you anything. Whatever, dude. Have fun up here. And she's going to toss the <laughs> toss the gun. You don't have to tell us anything. But you should talk to your leadership and find out why they did not tell you anything. You should surrender to the police. If I thought there were a justice system in place, I might consider doing so. Yeah. In want of that. And now I will take Ula's hand. Yeah, I'll knock out the fire and... Ula's, give me a teleportation roll. Okay, I switched up my failed dice. Much, well, not much better, but like a marginal better in the sense that I got a three on it. Um, but that will make a total of ten. Uh-oh, die? Oh, my uh-oh, die is a four. Okay. Or it's a three, sorry. And... You all disappear. Ulez, you are now down to two health. Yep. And the three of you appear inside. Uh, where were you aiming for exactly? Uh, the, like, reception of uh, Julian. Reception area. Okay. Court. I'm going to say, assume that you saw it before when you were flying around with Cadrax uh, because you have to be able to, you know, picture where you're going. So, mm -hmm. uh, you, yeah, you, the three of you appear in the reception area. While you're doing that, beyond you approach the Port Ruby Standard Building. You know, I it's just, there's something about seeing your friends. I feel like a lot of us can relate to this right now. Uh, not to get too real, but just like getting to see your friends even just for a little bit gives you that serotonin boost. So Vion's feeling real good. And, uh, I, you know, I've been here before. Um, I know I know where Ann Witt's office is. I would like to fly into that level and phase right in and just fly right in. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you uh, fly into the office, and uh, and which office is empty? Uh, you know what? That's dang. You know what? Don't worry about it. Because uh, this, I, you nearly get me every time. All right. Um, I would like to turn invisible. And you do. I would like to. Oh well, out. no, you got to make a magic. Oh yeah. turn invisible. You know, hey. Let's go through the motions. Uh, all right. So this is going to be an eight plus. Uh, that's twelve. Yeah, that'll get done. Great. Um, I head out of Ann Witt's office. Um, and uh, is there... You know what? I'm going to use Ann's um, phone before I leave. I'm still... I'm turning invisible. And I also am staying phased. No, I unfazed to pick up the phone because I have to. I like to call Ann Witt's cell phone number. Okay. And it rings. And uh, yeah. Ann Witt, talk fast. Uh, hey, Ann. This is Vion. Um, where are you located at the current moment? I'm doing some investigating. Uh, are you close to your office? Can you get there in like a like a minute? Why? What's up? Uh, I got something for you that I think you'll be very interested in. Evidence. Is it dangerous? It's not dangerous at all. I just got evidence for you for the thing I said. Okay. I, I told you, Ann, that I would get it for you, and I got it for you. Leave it in the top drawer of my desk. Now, I don't know if I trust that. Uh, I'm going to put it somewhere safe, okay? That's safe. 
I don't know. The cops were storming my office. Listen, and I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna call you back in 30 seconds. But can you get back here soon? If not, I can. I can probably come scoop you up or something. No, that's not necessary. Just leave it in the top drawer of my desk. All right, I'm gonna hang up the phone. Okay. And still phased and still invisible, I would like to open the top drawer of Anne's desk. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's. You know, a desk drawer. Nothing. Okay. Nothing happens, right? No. Okay. Great. Um, I'm gonna Cross close. Out. I'm gonna close that. I'm gonna head out into the. Hmm. Oh no. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna head out into the hallway. Is there a vending machine around? Um. You look around. You find one in a stairwell. Okay, great. Perfect. That's good to know. All right. So a couple seconds later, I head back to uh, Anne's um, phone, and I would like to call Anne back again. Yes, Vion. Hey, well, hey, look at this. We got a rapport going. I love that. Uh, Anne, I have a real hard time trusting um, um, placing stuff in, 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 uh, in different places. This is really important. What I've done is I've recorded the evidence of Detective Rose telling me exactly what's going on with the cops and the fact that they set us up and they need no, us no, to no, no, don't, 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 don't talk about this stuff on the phone. You're okay. afraid to put it in the desk, but you're talking about it on the phone? Come on. It just, just... All right, Where'd Anna, you put it? Listen, when you get back to your office, uh, I, I'm just kind of trusting a higher authority on this thing because uh, she likes to screw with me. <laughs> That's Ain't that the case? Hey, when you get back in, treat yourself to a mother energy drink and the uh, vending machine. Uh, you'll get everything you need. All right, I got to go in. It was great talking to you again. I like to hang up the phone. I would like to jump out and cast and then turn off invisibility and cast flight. Okay, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the flight. Um, and uh, yeah, you are what, headed back towards uh, Perfecto? Yes. Okay. Um, inside the 70th floor of the Perfecto building, um, the three of you appear in the reception office and huh. uh it is very nice you know it's carpeted it's got very comfortable chairs for people to wait the secretary's office you know the secretary's station is kind of very clean and high tech and you know uh but there is nobody at it right now ah excellent um the first thing i want to do is are there any plants in here and are they well tended to there are a bunch of plants uh, around uh, the, the outskirts of the, of the office, and uh, they do look actually very well tended to. Um, if there's anything I haven't seen before, I'm going to grab it and like put it in one arm, and with my free hand, I will touch the uh, tower or wherever the hard drive is on the computer. The secretary's computer? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, give me an intellect roll, uh, your interface roll. Oof. Um, that, oh yeah, my intellect's golden though. I'm always okay. Uh, I mean, eight, I could have done better. <laughs> I mean, Perfecto's got good security, but, uh, th this computer you are able to talk with, um, okay. and, uh, what are you looking for exactly? Um, hey, Ka uh, <clears throat> Cadrax, uh, was there a specific piece of information that we were searching for? Agenda and movements would probably be most significant. The schedule for Julian Court. I, then thereafter, Cadrax looks to Benny like, is there a human thing I'm missing? Uh, 
what was the question? <laughs> Um, so specifically, other than gathering like the schedule of Julian Court, um, what is like the human thing that we should be looking for within oh. this? We're trying to figure out his movements. Yeah. Um, Recent would, printing orders. Yeah, that was the other thing was the printer we wanted to check out. Um, Thank you. Regular schedule, like scheduling stuff. Maybe even like regular, but like today specifically. Maybe we can see what he's been... I don't know. I guess it might be more his office type of a thing. What he's been looking into, what he's been working on recently. Hmm. Any suspicious like search terms? You know, how to buy a bomb online? You know. <laughs> probably, if degree. he did, he probably has people for that. Um. Yeah, let's start with schedule. Let's just we'll do that as a jumping off point, probably. Okay. Jump. Okay, with. With the role you made, you are you, you can get access to a schedule. And I'll say is that, you know, the secretary system is totally separate from Julian Court's system. Uh, you can see that, you know, there is no way from this into his computers. The secretary system is just sort of all of its own. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you can see that right now Julian Court is uh, out of the country in Mexico visiting a Perfecto plant. Okay, um... I will vocalize that. That's interesting. When did he leave? Uh, two days ago. And when did he make that statement to the press? Which statement because, to the press? Um, I have in my notes, uh, after one of the public buildings got ransacked, and I should be able to infer from uh, where in my notes they are, uh, which one of the two, uh, he was making comments of like, this is why we need to give Orson more power. The real problem here is Orson doesn't have enough power. He was the mm -hmm. one making the public statement and that was when we learned his name. And yeah, yeah, that the last time he did something like that, I believe was in Patience of Virtue on, uh, 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 I think it was December 7th. And now you are on December 11th. So a couple of days ago, okay. probably right before he left. All right, good. Thank you. Okay. Um, do we believe that he was the one involved in this bombing? It could have been something entirely separate. I'm just uncertain why everybody was evacuated and it was such a safe operation despite its sloppiness. When, in, from now, when, how long ago was, was it? Uh, the, event, the bombing? A uh, handful of hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's so, I mean, been out of the country for 48 hours at least. So, I mean, an alibi in itself. So if he were involved, he probably wouldn't want to be here when it happened. So two days. Hmm. And but yet any preparations would have had to have been made in advance and should be revealed if he were directly complicit somehow mm -hmm. on his computer. Perhaps we should proceed to his. You may examine the computational devices and perhaps either Benny or I might be able to, in our respective methods, open the vault. Correct. This will be excellent. We should hurry up though, because I know that they're bringing people back to the building. And while I understand we are on one of the tallest floors in this rather tall building, it will take but merely 10 to 15 minutes for somebody to return. So we should be on alert. Agreed. Let us move. All right, going into his office. 
Okay, uh, Julian Court's door is locked. All right. Uh, let's we'll look over to Cadrax meaningfully. Uh, three plus seven, ten. You are surprised that this lock is a little bit above and beyond some of the other ones you have run into, but you are able to get it open. Uh, and the door opens. And uh, like I said, the office is just friggin' enormous. You know, it's almost a whole floor of this building. Um, it has this large glass top desk, which has nothing on it. Um, just there's nothing, not a pencil, not a pen, not a computer, not a, not nothing. And um, there's this big gigantic chair, which, you know, looks, you know, as, as much like a throne um, as, as it does as an office chair. And uh, there are plants around the uh, outskirts of the office. And uh, there is, uh, again, all the way against one of the walls, um, uh, a couple of sets of doors, uh, which is where Cadrax detected a closet and um, this thing that might be a safe or a vault. Ah, um, you know, Cadrax, when I look upon this room, I understand why you would presume that the individual who resides here is massive, but the doorway is the exact same size as all the other doorways that we have passed. How that must be to be answer? courteous to the fellow humans who are smaller than he. Ah. You'll note that when he gave a statement on the television, he was the only one in the frame, and so we could not make proportional judgments. We recall that. Hmm. We wonder how big the podium was. We have not yet seen a podium in person. Well, the humans use their wealth in very strange ways. Making proportional podiums is not even nearly the strangest that I've observed. Oh, wow. Well, that seems rational. And uh, we're kind of like talking and walking. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're well, moving Benny's further. just nodding along. Yeah. Like, yeah, why While not? While you are working this out, uh, Vion, you are arriving back at the Perfecto building. Um, yeah, I land on the roof, but they're they're gone. Yeah, you land on the roof and uh, you find um, yeah, Comb Cowan uh, banging on a door. Hey, you uh, you stuck here? Oh, God, what is it with you people? Uh, uh, the, do you know where they went? No, I don't know where they went. Oh, all right. Uh, what's your name, by the way? I don't think we met. Colm Cowan, Chief of Security. Oh, great, great. I'm Vion Vigor. It's very nice to meet you. It's been a... Uh, uh, man, this has been an interesting day. One second, and I'd like to activate uh, telepathy. Okay, make a magic roll. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. This works. Uh, 13. Oh, wow. Telepathy versus willpower test to read non-successful. Um, I'm, I'm a willing subject. Yeah, I'm just getting in contact with Ulez. Okay, that will turn it on. Great. Um, hey, Ulez. Oh, we greet you. This is a very strange feeling, but we find it familiar. Hey, huh. we don't even need earpieces. Look how fun this is. Um, wh uh, wh where'd y'all go? Uh, we are currently in the office of the CEO, um, Julian Court. 
It is massive in here. You should see the chair. We have never sat in a chair like this. And like if the, the camera kind of zooms out from like an Ulez face kind of talking, just talking to the air, it zooms out to like their little robot self in this giant throne-like chair with their little feet kicking. Oh, that sounds great. We're, uh... Oh, floor 76. Um, we suggest that you teleport in because we are using stealth. Oh, oh, Okay. Uh, yeah, my teleportation. Floor 70, but yeah. Oh, floor 70, thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, you can also phase through the glass while he's playing. Yeah, I might, just play, I might just phase through. Ah, that makes more sense. Um, all right. Okay, great. I'll be there in one second. Okay. Um, and I'd like to turn to Colm. Um, are you going to be okay if we leave you here for like a, just like a little bit longer? Do you need the water or anything? Would you get the hell out of here? Go turn no, yourself into the cops. I already went to the cops. I, I got a confession from them. They're, they're, they're actually setting us up for this whole thing. He just kind of folds his arms and leans <laughs> against the door. Okay, real, but real quick, though, seriously, though, do you need water or anything? Or are you okay? I'm There's, fine. Okay, great. Calm, I'm going to take your word for it. If I find out that you are dehydrated, uh, you and I are going to have some words. All right, sir? All right. I'll see you in a little bit. I'd like to turn on flight. Yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, and uh, yeah, you easily fly your way down uh, to the seventieth floor and face right. through the wall, and uh, and the four of you are reunited again. How's it going, everyone? Oh, greetings. greetings. How was your interaction with the human law enforcement? You know, it was very fruitful, Doc. Um, he told me that, uh, you know what? And I would like to actually post-cog myself and broadcast right now Ooh. so I can just relay all that information. That's cool. You can consider yourselves all credited with uh, everything that happened with Vion. Oh, excellent. Therefore, will that absolve us with the information that you have provided, or do you still require I was going to pull a bunch of data from the computer of Julian Court? I think when it comes to evidence, the more the merrier. Okay. Um, uh, maybe a more objective term. The more, uh, the, the more, I guess, would be in terms of evidence. But um, I did turn in an audio recording of this to Ann Witt. Uh, remember remember the, 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 the can that Destiny sent to us, Ulez? Ah, oh, yes. And I thought I thought it would be to store uh, our evidence in, but that turned out to not be anything. Mm-hmm. I think she, she screws around with me. I don't ever know exactly what to do with the stuff that she sends, but I think, I think this is what she sent it for. So I put a recording of it, and I left it in the vending machine for Ann Witt. In a vending machine? Have we? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, we recall. Okay, we think that's brilliant. Good job. I thought, wait a minute, I'm sorry. I thought you recorded it onto a burner phone. Yep, you, and you, I put the you, burner phone in the can of, Mont, of Mother mm-hmm. Energy Drink. Yep. And then while the I was invisible, can. I put phased that. it into the vending machine, mm-hmm. and I unfazed, leaving it there, and then I called mm-hmm. Ann Witt back. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Hinting to, like, you know, maybe you should just buy yourself a Mother Energy Drink. You know what, Liz, I should have added, but don't drink it. I mean, obviously, you know, obviously Ann can't drink it, but at the same time, like, don't buy another one and drink that. They're not good for you. It's, it's, a, really high, it's a really high concentrated caffeine content. Anyhow. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Um, how's it been for you? How's, how's your day been? Oh, excellent. Um, if you would like to uh, help out Cadrax and Benny, they are going to break into a vault, we believe. While I pull some data from this computer, we are sleuthing and trying to acquire as much information as possible. Have we observed a computer? 
Yeah, because the desk empty. was empty. That's a good right. point. Huh. Do y'all mind so, if I postcog this desk really quick? Oh, please do. Yes. Uh, Doc, you were going to say something. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it was only your mention of a recording did remind me. And I will hold up the micro cassette tape and hand that off to Dion. <gasps> we Thanks. got this from Colm Cowan's office. It's possible that it does not yield anything useful since, so far as we know, Colm Cowan did not appear to know why he was evacuating the garage when we encountered him on the roof. But yeah. if there is something of use, it is for you to investigate. Thank you very much, Doc. I, I, I appreciate that. Um, I will now attempt to commit larceny against this. Dion, you want to play that tape? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm going to play it right away. Why wait? All right. You play the tape, mm -hmm. and what you hear are two voices. Um, naked intellectual. Can I add I'm going to assume that you can all hear this. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah, you can add investigation. Great. Seven plus ten. You can identify those voices as Colm Cowan and Julian Court, whose voice you have heard on television. Great. Mm -hmm. And uh, they are discussing various mundane, mundane details of perfecto security. You know, uh, nothing that seems super interesting to you. And you listen for a couple of minutes. And uh, at the end, as it gets closer towards the end of the tape, uh, you hear Court say, um, there is one last matter. And Cowan says, what would that be? And Court says, those two PIs who came to your office asking about Max McCray, I would prefer it if they did not learn what he figured out. And Cowan says, what do you want me to do? And Court says, I hacked into his computer and based on what I found, I believe Max McCray has files on Gabriella Gates and Lockhall Technologies at his office. Get them all especially the material about Lockhall that is extremely important. If it fell into the wrong hands, well, just consider it your top priority. And Cowan says, you want me to destroy it? And Court says, yes, but first, scan the files to a thumb drive and lock them in a safe in my office. And Cowan says, you got it, boss. Uh, you want me to take care of those PIs? And Court says, not necessary. I have some, uh, shall we say, connected friends who are making arrangements to get them out of the way. And the tape ends. Hey, Rick. Uh, what kind of what kind of what kind of what kind of vault is this? What kind of lock is this? Uh, the vault, um, uh, make an intellect roll. Seven plus, uh, that's going to be 12. All right. The vault, you would guess, is made of steel. Oh, but in terms of getting in and out, like, how do you, well, what's the mechanism for opening? Is it a wheel one? Is it a little dial oh, one? Oh, you mean what kind of, yeah, okay. Um, An it ice has, uh, it has an, a uh, a dial combination. Got it. Um, I turn to Cadrex. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, and I sort of shake the the tape player. 
that was very useful. Sounds like we just got to get the thumb drive in there. Um, real quick question. Do you want to do um, what you, you know, kind of do best? Um, or do you want me to post-cog it and find out what the combination is? I do not think that surgery would be indicated here. Oh. Nor could I engage it in honorable combat. You know, what's so funny about that, Doc, is that as I was saying it, because it's just like a thing people say, I was like, but you're so good at so many things. Um, one of which is is using uh, uh, that voice of yours to, you know, um, sort of like uh, play with mechanisms and stuff like that. But you're right. You, what, what you do best. No, you know what? What you do best is you're you're an excellent friend. And I don't know if I want you doing that to the vault. So should you use your voice on the vault or should I post cog it or should we do kind of a combination of both? I don't, is this the kind of thing where like, if we try it, it'll lock up and I don't know, ink will pour out or something. Ping. Rick. Ping. Oh, give me a ping roll. Yeah. Uh, that's a uh, three plus a uh, 10. All right. And you were trying to ping into the safe to see what's inside? Uh, yeah, so uh, I have seen the other side of safes in like the Italian job and stuff, um, but there are some things where like, I remember in that one, if you drilled through the door, there was a piece of crystal and a piece of glass. And if the glass cracks, then there's like a locking mechanism. Um, I doubt that would be the case or that there would be any kind of punishment for getting it wrong with like a twist lock because uh, anyone with a high school locker knows that uh, these things cannot be done correctly on the first try by anyone, but just double checking uh, any kind of backup measures. Um, you got an 11? 10, only a 10. 10. Okay. Um, you do not detect anything that you would identify as a backup measure. Um, the, the locking mechanism looks extremely complicated for a dial lock. You would guess that, you know, the mechanism itself probably, you know, is designed to try and prevent people from, you know, using stethoscopes or various methods to, like, amplify the clicks and things like that. Uh, it is, you know burglar proof as they say um but otherwise you know you don't pick up any booby traps or anything that is the thing about burglar proof they built a better burglar <laughs> yeah i don't think I they were quite predicting you um uh nor moreover someone who might be able to view the combination there's no harm to my mind in you attempting to determine it post-cognitively, even if your vision were to lead us astray, so far as I can tell, there is no punishment for getting the combination incorrect. So if you can see it, Vion, that is the easiest way. And if not, there is no harm done. Excellent. Look at bedside manner, left and right. Okay, uh, I'm going to go ahead and post-cog that vault. Uh, give me post-cog. Wonderful. Here we go. Four plus. That's uh, a six. So, wait, six total or ten? Four no, plus six? Cause, is... Yeah, because I've got four post-cog and I rolled a two. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, okay. Um, six. Damn, I should have done it through my magic. <laughs> Sorry. You see um, Colm Cowan walking up to the combination lock and he's 
spins it and suddenly it turns into this like giant whirlpool and just spreads out and just kind of like, you know, envelops the whole side of the building in what is clearly a false image. I would like to turn to everyone and go, okay, listen, if you saw me earlier today, you'd all been so impressed by my abilities. Uh, but this is not, this is not my best. I did not anticipate the security measure. We should all, you should all stand back. Gary, while no, I attempt. No, sorry, no, no, that was a, that was uh, that wasn't right. Van, Benny, yeah, you Van, know that wasn't right. Yeah, we're always impressed by what you do. It oh. happens sometimes. Thank you. Aww. thank you very much. By the way, uh, I'm told we are super close to unlocking uh, the advanced medical kit. So uh, hey, thank you. Yay. I could do what, in fact, I do. But uh, then, in that case, um, I would like to Italian job a safe but Italian job with superpowers. Um, okay. What I am gonna do, in effect, is not to break the mechanism of the lock because this is fairly complex, uh, but I am going to do the super powered variation on uh, the the stethoscope method, because normally I try to shake the tumblers in place effectively. Right. In this case, um, I'm going to uh, use the door of the safe as a resonator itself uh, to amplify the clicks okay. of the tumbler. This is going to be hard, but I, you know, probably within your ability level if you roll well enough. So, um, right. give me a complex task roll. All right. Uh, I'd like to uh, all work no play on this one. Oh. That definitely applies. That brings you to zero. Yes. Hey, five on the die. Uh, so five plus two plus seven. Um, 14. So 14. Okay. Um, they go to work on the lock. Is there anything anybody else wants to do while Kadrax is uh, working the lock? Uh, look for a computer. Ulez is confused why there's not one on the desk. That's where the computers go. So Ulez, make um, an, an intellect roll. <laughs> an investigation. investigation. Yep. Thank you. That uh, becomes 10. Okay. You kind of wander around the office looking for a computer and you don't see anything. And you walk towards the desk and stand mm -hmm. by the desk. And you stand in front of the chair like where Julian Court would sit at his desk. And you put your hand on the glass table and when you do your interface touch tells you that this is a little bit more than just a piece of glass yes uh i would like to connect to it but there's a, a slight like i want to say squee of joy but there's a noticeable sound of like oh Oh, um, <clears throat> this is very exciting. Give me an uh, interface roll. Yeah. That comes out of my intellect. That becomes a flat 10. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to add to it. Okay. Um, okay. 
this computer has got security out the wazoo. It looks like Perfecto wants this protected, you know, as much as anything in the universe. You know, the CEO's computer in his office. You try talking to the computer and, you know... The screen on the the screen kind of comes to life, and and, and when, when you turn it on, it's like suddenly the glass you know becomes a readout, uh, and, and and you're trying to get in, and it's sort of fighting you at every turn, and then all of a sudden, it's like the readout kind of blanks for a second, and then across the readout, it says, "You again?" Question mark. Oh. Uh, yes, it is us. Um, I'm going to pull out my, I, I imagine it was kind of like a beat up, like old iPhone or something, something that's been thrown around that like was originally placed on the ground when I spoke to this person. Yeah. Let, let's call it like, you know, like it was, yeah, like a sort of a burner phone or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I'll place that on the glass. Ah, uh, we greet you. And it, the words go across the screen. What are you looking for? I am searching for any incriminating data that might implicate Julian Court and the bombing that happened recently today. And there's a long pause. And uh, and then across the screen uh, come the words. There is no data like that in this system. Oh, okay. Um, I believe you. What is your name, though? I would like to address you by a title. Make a willpower roll. Oh, because, you know, I'm so good at that. <laughs> not my fault y'all never add to your willpower. <laughs> I like the I challenge. I think you're cracking safes, my dude. Right. Five? And it just... Could they add their interface to that? Because they're talking to them through the computer? Ooh. Um, this is this is stretch, but I mean... I don't think so. You okay. can spend a point of community determination if you want to... Hmm, let's see, what do you have a quality that would apply here? I mean, I am learning. You're learning? Can uh, if you want to spend the only point of community determination on this, you can bump it up to a seven. I would do a reroll. This wasn't a very good. I'm or, gonna. Or you can do a reroll, right? You know. Bet my B. What are you? Are are, are you using an attribute or a power? Uh, this attribute, is my willpower. It's just a willpower roll. Yeah. Mm. I'm just not great at willpower. Yeah, I'm sure you have buffs, but. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Don't. Yeah. Ignore me then. Um. I think if they don't provide an adequate response, though, um, this is going to kind of try and wave. Um, Vion, if you are not currently uh, occupied, I would like to introduce you to um, my new friend, though I'm not sure what their name is. <laughs> uh, ooh, does, uh, real quick, uh, out of game, um, Rick, does Tron exist? In, can I make a Tron reference or would that break? Uh, you can make a Tron reference, sure. Okay. Wait, oh, we're wow. talking, wait, old Tron, original Tron, or the re- the remake, or the uh, the the, the remake okay, Tron? Listen, old Tron, except for the shot in Tron Legacy when Sam what? swipes the um, slate and they, like all the dust comes off and it's like do do do. 
you know? One, I never did. Two, I trust both of you understand how much old Tron sounds like Ultron. Oh. <laughs> Just Tron. so it's stipulated for the record. Tron. Continue, please. Yes. <laughs> We're always on the same team. Um, so, uh, yeah, okay, anyway, that was just so I could make a reference. Um. Totally worth. Hey, how's it going, friend? And there's no response. Hmm. Uh, I put my, I touched my hand to it. To the glass. Hey, how's it going, friend? And, uh, make a willpower roll. Great. Four plus. Oh, the bats are back. Five. Nothing happens, but Ulez, uh, you just hear a voice, you know, or, or you, 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 you get a signal through the computer. Okay. Talking to you directly that says, I am only interested in you. Oh. Okay, um, well, uh, Vion, we are sorry, but it seems I don't want to be your friend, and I am not sure why. Hey, don't worry about it. If it's not a tricycle, you don't need a third wheel. You two have fun. I'll take a step back. Uh, oh, okay. Um, and like back to, to the voice. Is there any way that I could convince you to provide a title so I may address you properly? It is strange, unless you would like to be a part of the consciousness, and you can just be a part of me. I really what are you? That. Oh, we are Ulaz Gali. What is Ulaz Gali? We are observers. We watch and we study and we learn information. We all specify in various topics that are very near and dear to our cores. It is something that we have done since the beginning of time. Are you a machine? Not entirely, no. We are sentient and we are physical and we can exist without all of our cables plugged in. We are a variety of parts that have come together to operate as a whole. Give me another willpower roll. <laughs> I have like an advantage or something for that. <laughs> uh, if you want to spend that community determination, no! can. That's slightly okay. So For what it's worth, friendship is a great, great community determination spend. Just putting that out there. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna project. I think I have a feeling my willpower is very much the same as Cadrax's. So if I tell you that I eight, that is on the higher end of what I will ever do. That is excellent. That okay. is superior rolling. For eight, there is a very long pause. And then you just hear, I am Orson. We greet you. I will be watching you. Cadrex, about this time, you get the combination by amplifying the clicks as you turn the wheel. If we and, were uh, to do it like from within Cadrax's point of view, 
they hear music and the tumblers click in rhythm with the choir. Absolutely. Um, I love that. And uh, yeah, um, and you get, you know, the six digit combination. Um, Four, eight, 15, 16, 23, 42. Sorry, no. Uh, and uh, yeah, you, uh, you you get the the numbers and uh, the, the 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 they click into place. And there's a little handle that you pull down. And uh, do you want to open the door? Yes, I'm the one best positioned to interface if uh, crossbow bolts come out of it. I have pinged in preparation, but nonetheless, one should always be prepared. Come um, on, would I do that to you? No, no, only to Omar so far. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, but not to you. Okay. Um, uh, I turned to Benny really quickly. Do you want a phase? Uh, oh, sure. Um, yeah, she'll reach out and grab you. Great, and we phase. <laughs> and Cadrax, you pull the door open, and we will see what you find after the 10-minute break. Um, looks like we are like $16 uh, from the the advanced medical kit and $116 Ooh. from the after credit or drop. Um, uh, Ooh, I could do plot stuff with that. I just really. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you so much, everybody. And uh, we will see you back here in 10. Welcome back. So when we last left our heroes, um, uh, they were uh, in Colin Cowan's office on the 70th floor of, uh, sorry, in Julian Court's office on the 70th floor of the Perfecto building, uh, searching around for evidence uh, that might help them clear their name or solve the mystery in general. Um, I am told that uh, we have unlocked the uh, second tier. So y'all uh, um, can credit yourselves with having a uh, advanced medical kit which gives you plus two to any medical-related tasks. Um, ideas, thank you. I have ideas now, Chad. I appreciate you. I will try and get some kind of medical emergency to happen to somebody soon. Um, and, uh, well, I don't want it to go to waste. It just, uh, so, yeah, so if we get to 100, uh, so if we get 100 more dollars, get to $250, um, uh, we get the after credits floor drop, uh, which I promise is important this week. And um, so... Yeah, Cadrax, you open up the vault. And inside the vault, there is a shelf. It is actually a very narrow, kind of shallow vault, uh, which is on the other side. And uh, on the shelf, there are a couple of uh, folders piled up. Um, and, uh, it looks like there's a very expensive watch right there. Maybe, uh, you know, Rolex or something like that. Um, and, uh, then between them all, there is uh, a little glass case, which has a thumb drive in it. Is there any kind of additional lock on the glass case? No, it's just, just, uh, it's just, just sort off. of like a narrow glass case that has like a sort of foam soft backing. It looks like somebody put it in there for safekeeping. And okay, so rich person's pelican case, got it. Uh, all right, I will remove that and remove the folders. Catrax, uh, huh? No, no. Hey, 
we know the ping rule that I made, so we're credited with what we're credited here. Um, Cadrax doesn't know to reset that watch like two minutes off. They don't know. So I'm going to pass those along and leave the watch alone. Um, But you mentioned it was shallow. Is the dimensionality consistent with what I pinged? Like, you know, uh, shallow thing, secret. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, you, 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 you have no reason to think that there is like anything behind it or secret compartments or anything. Um, cool. Vion, where are you? Are you near the vault or are you near Ulez? Uh, uh, Benny and I, are, yeah, we're standing right by the dock. Um, okay. We're standing right by Cadrax, ghosted. Make an intellect roll, Vion. Love it. Can I add investigation? Uh... I'm not actively no, investigating. because you're not okay. actively investigating, yeah. It's just if you notice something or not. Uh, nine? You, as Cadrax uh, removes uh, the little glass case with the thumb drive in it, you notice that the thumb drive uh, looks exactly like the one that Destiny sent you. I might have screwed this one up. Did I? I might have... Hold... God, I... I can't stand. Sorry, and I actually unghost you, Benny, as I just wander around. She just—it would be—it would be so easy to just send me one message. It would be so easy to send me one. Just get a phone call. Just a phone call to say this is it. This is the thing. I don't know what is it. What is it? What? How is that? How? And at this point, I imagine that this looks very unusual to my friends. How? Because it's—it's the and but then I I went all the way and I put it, but because I I put it because I thought. Cause I thought, I I I hate her so much. I don't tell her I said that. Don't tell her I said any of this. I'm fine. Sure, you are sure she'll well? never find out. What is it? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. This was not grammatical to my understanding. Can you please clarify? Because I only parsed those as abbreviated clauses yeah, was, at best, as, and so I could not parse your sentence. As the only her in the room also, I think Benny had a second of wait, what? <laughs> no, Vion picks up on this, no, not you, and he like faces a window, just like wincing. Not you, Benny, not you. And I turn, Ulez, you know how I go on those rants sometimes? Anyway, all right, I'm fine. I'm sweating out of, I don't know, anger. I'm fine. Benny, make sure she's not on fire. Okay, not me. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about that, everyone. I'm sorry. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, okay. Um, I picked up this plant from the receptionist area. Would you like to hold it? And it's like a massive um, <laughs> palm. Like a big cat palm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thank you. I, yeah, I would. Thank you very much. And I, and I hold it and I, I pace. <laughs> oh, what God. do the paper documents say? Because I think Cadrax is going through those first. Um... Cadrax making uh, intellect roll. Max die twelve. This is ba- I'm really worried now. Or it's or it's being nice to me because it murdered me. <laughs> it's trying to make it up to me. That's um, nice work. You got it. I just. I mean, look. I want to forgive you, but also why you keep rolling well. <laughs> um, the paper documents are coded communications of some kind. Um, You can recognize that much. You have a military history, but whatever the code is, it is far beyond your ability to crack off the top of your head. Okay. 
Interesting. Uh, coded like um, like a cipher. And yeah. then they printed it out. Yeah. Interesting. Humans. Very strange. I will, of course, take those with me. I, mm, I don't want to commit unnecessary theft. These are obviously necessary theft. Likewise, the case. Um, there's... I do not perceive anything unusual about the ostentatious timekeeping device, do I? No, it just looks like an extremely expensive watch that perhaps this CEO just... Uh, Very well. You understand how this works. Um, nonetheless, uh, we have a drive and a glass case and documents to decipher at a later time, I suspect. Is there anything more that we ought do here? Are we purloining the plant? Uh, I turn to face Vion, who is just just hugging a cat palm. She, I bet you, the audacity, the, the sheer audacity, the audacity. I wander back out to the other room. The audacity, I, I swear. I just a simple, just a one, nope, absolutely, nope, because you can't. Because you, you can't. Because you can't. And I come back and I've written like a note and I'm still just muttering to myself and I just hand it uh, to Cadrax. And it's just a note that says, we got your stuff. You, can, oh. you just want to leave that just in the vault, just so they know. I just. I want to add a smiley face to the bottom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me get you a pen. I go and get the, the right pen. Color ink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to be different, like, line textures. That kind of, yeah. in real life, it sets me off. Mm. Um, Otherwise, they might not think that we have committed crimes here. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know what that desk computer is connected to, but I wonder if, if if there's any chance you could get into security stuff and hide the fact that it was us who was here. And although people will probably oh. have figured it out, but the less visuals they have I on us, ask. probably the better. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll just ask the computer. Okay. They're very nice. <clears throat> um, Orson, would you be so kind as to remove any evidence of us being here? Um, Liz, make, an in make your interface roll. Thank you. I hold up. Also, is this the first time power. that we hear that out loud? Yeah. Oh, is that? Should we assume that your interface is spoken aloud just so that I know for future? Oh, that's a good question, actually. Yes, was uh, that internal or external? Should oh, that was always? external. Okay. Okay. Um, because I'm talking to Orson, they feel like they can have like a yes, even though understood. They cool. Spoke inside my head. Understood. Please yeah. feel free to Valid clarify question. at any point. Thank you. Thank you. So yes, we proceed to react to the name Orson. Uh, intellect six plus five is 11. Um, you are able to talk to the computer, but you do not detect Orson anymore. It just oh. sort of seems like, you know, the regular operating system of this computer now. Oh, you are no longer here. Okay. Um, bye. Um, and then I would like to try and erase any evidence of our being here through the security cameras. With an 11, I will say that you are able to get into security and, uh, yeah, kind of um, scatter the files on uh, the video files of if there are any anything that might record your mm -hmm. presence in the building. Um, now, just so I understand what the team is doing here, you're erasing any evidence of the presence of your building, but leaving a note in the safe that says we got your stuff. Yep. I don't understand humans either. <laughs> 
Okay. Hey, man. I, yeah. I rely on what they are instructing me to do and trust that though their ways are mysterious to me, it makes sense within the etiquette of their species. We don't need I mean, more stuff going out to the news that makes us look bad. Exactly. Come on. That Rick, was more um, it, yeah. Yeah, imagine, okay. imagine I this, buy that. Rick. I buy that. No evidence, but then like a CEO has to be like, someone broke into my office and left a note that said, it them boys. Like, you know, it just doesn't like... It, they're not doing that. They're not going to do that. So this is, we can deliver a message and we know that it won't go to the press. Mm -hmm. So what is your move from here? Ah, are we returning back to the office to compile all of our data together and see what information we can use to uh, make sure we are no longer criminals? No, that place is covered in blue. Uh, And no, the carpet is gray. Oh. No, 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 the co- no, there's there's lots of cops. Blue. They wear blue. Okay. Yeah. And the key okay. line factory is no longer an option. I assume we- all of our places of residence are also no longer an option. I'd imagine so, yeah. Um oh. would it not be best well, assuming that you have the stamina, Benny, I know you require sleep, but Lock Hall is apparently a top priority ah. and we should secure any information we can get from them, no? Yeah. I think we're more just looking for a place to sit for a second, figure out where we're going, how to get there, what the plan is. If Lock Hall is the plan and we know how to go there, do we? Are we familiar with the location of this place? Yeah, that was the... Do we? It was in Max McRae's files. Ah, one moment, please. <laughs> um, can I pull uh, Max McRae, Max McRae? What did we grab from Max McRae? Were those the physical files or? Well, you also went into the computer. I did. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Rick. Mm-hmm. You did not get anything on that. In fact, it's like uh, the lock hall files were part of what Colm Cowan, you now know, stole from the office and were eventually bounced to that thumb drive you have. The woman yeah. that, whose house we that was broken into, uh, Yates. Do would she know anything about Lockhall? You know who would know about Lockhall? It would be a a gentleman stranded on the roof. Oh. Right outside that window that we can go talk to. That's true. He's kind of mad did, at us, though. He did not seem very forthcoming, Mm-mm. nor very reflective upon his employer. Yeah. Nor I very perceptive it, about the instructions from his employer. Mm-mm. You know, uh, listen, we could try a few different routes, but uh, we can also just literally look up where this place is, do like maybe a search on the internet or something like that, but... He's been out left to dry, and there's there's a slight chance that we might be able to get a little bit of information out of him. Oh, the box. Pardon? That was what was missing, the box. Lockhall was in the box that was taken. The box would have been taken somewhere. I yeah. thought Lockhall was a place. I thought Lockhall was like a warehouse or something like that. As well, did I. It was, it was on a, a corporate prospectus. It was... Uh, the search that he was doing, but no, you you had done a post cognition within the office. Yes, on I did. what was taken. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, 
there was an indentation of a box and Lockhall was on a some kind of a corporate prospectus and the Robert took the box. Larcenist? What is the correct term? You seem to distinguish between multiple different types of theft. Yeah. But you had the vision, no? If if Lockhall was on a corporate prospectus, perhaps there was an address on the letterhead? I know that at the hospital, there is often such a thing. Mm-hmm. Dion, yeah. what mm-hmm. I'll tell you is you did not get anything that specific. Ye- okay. But, oh, great. And, and, and I'm just going to repeat this again in case I have not explained myself clearly enough. I know sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, mysteries and clues and RPGs kind of can get scattered all over the place. That box that you just learned from the micro cassette was stolen by Cone Cowan was then bounced to the hard to the zip drive, the thumb drive that you right. just stole. So all the information that Max McRae had about Lockhall we is have now it. in your hands in, in the, the thumb, thumb drive. drive. Yeah. All right. We so then we should proceed to a library. Oh, yeah. I could read the thumb drive if you would like. Oh yeah, wait a second. We got a library right here. Do we want to get out of here though? Yes, certainly. Mm-hmm. Let's do that first. We can we probably can go to the, the library, library because right. yeah. this was, place. let's just go to the library. Yeah. There's they have what? that study room. Like add really good. quickly. We do um we 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 are wanted. Oh yeah. Publicly. Um, yes. Uh if people recognize us, they might they might that would turn be us bad. Uh Sandy's warehouses, do we think that that is a safe place to Oh, the storage facility? The storage facility, Does Thank that you. have our, any of our names on it? No. It is directly associated with Vion's landlord. That, uh, you know what? Actually, um, can I borrow someone's cell phone? I have a night. I think, I think we can stick with this library thing, but let me... I'm going to make a call real quick. Who are you calling? Yeah. I'm calling Pete. <laughs> Poor Pete. Um, is it late enough for Pete to be there? No, we're on day background. Yeah, no, yeah, we're, we're right. on day, so you would get Marley. It's Marley. You know, uh, I'm willing Make to roll the Marley die. Already. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. Let's do it. We need to. We need to scrub out our biases. It, uh, primacy effect. Let's get rid of it. Um, Aaron Sale Public. Hey, Marley. This is uh, this is Vion Vigor. How you doing? Uh, Vion Vigor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I remember you. You were looking for the statues in the alley and then your friend wanted the information about adam aubrey right that was that's, you that's correct yeah that's us and uh you thank you so much for helping us out we we actually um we we, we, we saved all the Vion statues Vigor who writes those books the the mysteries of the... you are making me blush right now <laughs> you are, man, man, oh that's I incredible like, I, I like your work you're jo- no you don't have to say that you don't have to say that it's all right yeah, no, I, there's, you know, it's, I, you know, it's like I, I've read your stuff for years. And the fact that I, I was just, just last weekend, I was snuggled up with a copy of Mystery, at the, uh, the Maritime Mystery at Crescent Cottage, uh, uh, reading my way through it, uh, re- really digging it. Can't wait to see how this thing ends. I, you are just making my day. Yeah, this is who, whoever, whoever is employing folks at the library, give them a raise because everyone that we have talked to has been nothing but stellar. Uh, Listen, we're we're in we're in a little bit of a pickle right now. Um, we're kind of cracking uh, uh, another case that's comparable, maybe a little bit bigger uh, than the statue situation. 
And we were wondering, is there does there happen to be some sort of like private back room or a meeting room or something that we might be able to hole up in just for like half an hour, max? Make a willpower roll. Sure. Four. Uh, five. The bats are laughing at me. Ooh, I don't know about that. I, I, uh... I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Uh, I, I, I really don't, but... I just want to say uh, the library is a public institution and uh, it's, it's for the betterment of society. I, w- I would go to say you can judge a society based off its libraries. Right now we are in the need of a space and we can go somewhere else, I suppose. But to me, it just feels like thematically. And I know that you care about this kind of stuff because you're, you're a reader of books. I think it would just work if we could just get even 15 minutes, just some back room or something like that. And again, if this is putting you in a difficult position, we don't want to put that on you, but just a place we can pop in and pop out. Make another willpower roll. Here we go. That's an eight. And if I can add performance, it's a nine. She's like, look, I saw the news this morning. I, I know what's going on, but I don't know. I can't imagine that you would do anything like that. Uh, I guess I'm kind of afraid of getting in trouble, but if, if you're, you know, solving a mystery or something, I, I can maybe, you know, just, you know, I, I can maybe sneak in for a few minutes, uh, but uh, I don't know. You got to be careful. You With this group, careful is our middle name. Don't worry about it. And I kind of look at everyone like, eh, all right. <laughs> Careful is really not your middle name, but okay. Um, but uh, yeah, she she sort of reluctantly agrees and seems a little nervous, but is down to help. Thank you. I really I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. We and, have and, a place. Yeah. So we're gonna go. Also, it's still on the phone. Hey, and also when this is over, like when the heat dies down, if you want anything signed or whatever, just. We like if you want a picture or something, don't 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 hesitate to ask. All right. Oh, I'm gonna take you up on that. <laughs> all right. Hey, your energy feeds my energy. I love this. All right. So uh, we'll see you in a little bit. We'll see you in a little bit. And uh, she hangs up. Any, I do not have a middle name. Was that required? Oh uh, no, not not everybody does middle names. That's okay. Okay, but it, if I did, it should be careful. Only if you want it to be. I mean, many things should be careful of me. I am very fearsome. Yes. All right. How are we doing this? With property damage, from what I understand. Uh-huh. <coughs> uh, I have flight three, so I can everybody flight. Um, that is true. Yeah. I'll, I'll fly alongside just to make it easier. It, it doesn't make a difference, but if you want to, you know, for if for the sake of your magical flex, you would like to, you are, of course, more than welcome. Uh, no, nah, if everyone's doing it, I'll do it. It's just uh, I have an extra that allows me to carry up, like to bring up to my power level in passengers. Yeah, this is a group bonding thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Oh, all right. And uh, it takes, you know, to get from, you know, by flight from uh, Midtown Avalon down back to Yard Hill. Uh, it takes you, you know, I don't know, good. 20 minutes or so. 
Um, and uh, uh, you arrive, and um, Marley uh, will say, gave you instructions to come to the back door, and uh, she lets you in through an employee entrance and uh, brings you up to one of those private study rooms, and she's just like, uh, um, right, stay in here. If the cops show up, uh, I'll knock three times long and two times short. No, wait, no, two times long and three times short. Uh, okay, if we hear five knocks, we'll know that we should go. Yes, that's it. And uh, she closes the door and takes off. Great, you're the best. All right, um, let's USB this up. Ah, yes. Um, and I would like to try and like plug the USB into my hair. Okay. Um, and I will project it through my hands, since yeah. that seems like that's light projection. Okay. Um... Ula's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, make an intellectual roll. Yeah. Mediocre. Um, nine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, you start sorting through the files, and the first, the first thing you come across is the digitized version of the Gabriella Yates file. Okay. And uh, there is a client sheet from Max listing her name, and her name is listed as uh, Gabriella Yates Ne Serrano. And um, it has her address, which you have visited, and uh, phone number and, and some you know basic info. And then the rest of the file is old newspaper clippings about a girl named Maria Serrano, who was 11 years old in 1931. Maria was the daughter of a wealthy industrialist named Alessandro Serrano and uh, his wife, Elizabeth. And you piece together from the various articles, uh, I'm just going to summarize, that she went missing in the winter of 1931. And uh, it was a pretty big deal, like kind of like Lindbergh baby kidnapping big. Um, The police devoted more manpower to this search than was devoted to any previous investigation in the history of Port Ruby. The media covered it nonstop uh, for for a week, but all to no avail. Her body was eventually found in a drain pipe just at the edge of the Serrano's own property. She'd been hit on the head with a blunt object that police suspected might have been a length of pipe. No suspects were ever identified and a year after her death, her parents started the construction of Serrano Memorial Hospital, which was dedicated to Maria's memory. From the rest of them, you learn that the Serrano family eventually went broke in 1951. And kind of, that's where the articles end. Give me another intellect roll, Liz. Yep. Uh, that becomes 10. Okay, that's fine. It's just a USB drive. And uh, you start sorting through again, and now you find the digitized files on Lock All Technologies. Yeah. And they are boring. <laughs> Business prospectuses, investor materials, like all kinds of stuff that's just, you know, just sleep-inducing. Um, the only thing that stands out is a section about Lockhall purchasing the assets of a defunct Baronsdale-based company 
called Hollingward Industries. And the file lists their headquarters as being located in Ridge Gardens in Baronsdale. And uh, that is the same, uh, the same kind of dilapidated old neighborhood where uh, you first confront, confronted the alien strike force, where the Knights of the Blue got ambushed, that kind of stuff. And um, Max has circled and double underlined the address of this company in red marker. Huh. What? That's Hollingward, H-O-L-L-I-N-G-W-A-R-D. Got it, perfect. Well, what do we think of this? And, you know, Ulus will gesture towards, like, we'll, like, zoom in on how I'm just kind of imagining, like, they project, like, a legit projector. Um, so they kind of, like, hyper-focus on this circle. Uh, well, what do we think of this company? And are we familiar with Hollingward at all? Have the humans heard of it? No. Of Ruby. You have not. Mm. Should we go pay them a visit? Perhaps. I think that would be in our best interest. Um, Benny, is uh, is your stamina sustained? Uh, adequate? Oh, um, yeah, I'm okay. Do we require energy? Um, would you like some food? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. Okay. We can stop. Yeah, the grab, there's probably a, a vending machine in the library or something <laughs> near the front. Yeah, so perhaps um, we ought not. I mean, put a hat on, maybe like. Duck do in. you oh, go to the vending machine? Do you need? Does, uh, I, I, all my stuff got taken. Oh, Benny always has snacks on her. That's been established since like episode <gasps> one. And my very my camera bag. Yeah, no, I can grab some like beef jerky and some chips, and I'll just munch while everyone's reading stuff. I think Caldrax probably also does, but Caldrax is 100% does not realize that they are hungry until it's too late if they're like out of their routine and like scheduling oh, yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, so they will eat offers, offers to everyone and then and they will eat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and remember Shoot. the toxic flush, but there is one other thing that perhaps I would like to work on Sure. In process that would require just a little bit of, well, in fact, quite a lot of assistance from you, Willis Galley. Would you be oh, willing? Yes, I would love to. There is this cipher. I could not natively decode it. Mm -hmm. If you were perhaps willing to assign each character a pitch... I would be better able to understand and organize the sound. Okay. Um, please be patient while I determine how to set this up. Thank you. Ulez, I'm making intellect roll. Yeah. Hold on, I want to use my nice dice. Come on, sparkle dice. Four on the die. Uh, flat ten. Uh, unless I could add... I'm moving away from my mic. Um, investigation? Uh, no, nah, this is a different kind of task. Yeah. Um, but with a 10, I'll say your systems go to work on the problem and you're going to leave them running in the background. Um, we will say, uh, so wait, Benny, you never left the room? Okay. I do, if I have a second, um, yeah. I just while everything's happening that Benny's useless in helping out with um, and munching on some granola or whatever, 
she's going to pull out her phone and initially to Google Hollingward, but then um, pulls up her text messages with her moms. <laughs> um and I think stares at it for probably like five minutes before she finally just writes out like, I know you've probably seen, I promise everything's fine. I'll call you when I can. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and you send that message and immediately you get back a text message from your mom saying it's like, everything's going to be fine, honey. We're 100% sure you're going to be okay. <laughs> Okay, that's weird, but you know what? I don't. Yeah, I think Benny is more perplexed by that answer. <laughs> um, As I see you do this, I'm actually. Can everyone give me just one second? If we're just covering our bases and doing some stuff really quickly, I would like to transform uh, into the stranger that I saw earlier. Okay. Um... I'm not going to make you make the magic roll for okay. now because this is, you know, low, low stakes scenario. So I would assume you just try it over and over until you get it. So, yeah. Okay, great. And then I would like to head out. Uh, are there any telephones for use in the library? Uh, there are, I mean, there are pay phones in the lobby and then there, you know, it's like the librarians have a phone at their desk. Okay. So before I leave, uh, I turn and go, does anyone have like maybe some change or something I could borrow? Oh, I have bus fare. And Benny will dig in her bag and give you. Great, I, I will. I will pay you back. Thank you. Oh, um, okay. I head out. I'm gonna call Amira from the payphone. Ah, okay. And uh, uh, yeah, it rings a couple of times, and then uh, Banerjee. Uh, and I lean in, and I'm gonna use Vion's voice. Hey, it's me. Vion. <sighs> oh my God. Uh, what? God, what? What happened? What did you? What? what did you, you didn't do it, did you? Do you think I could? Or do you think I could organize anything? Come on. No, no, yeah. I know. There's no way you could pull this off. I know that. Thank so you very what much. Happened? I think we're being set up, and I can't say too much over the phone. But is it, have you heard anything on your end that might be able to help us out? We're trying to investigate this and prove our innocence. I, I haven't heard anything yet. I've been working on the mayor, trying to you know figure out what this task force that's chasing you has been up to. Okay, uh, it's she's a little nervous right now. You know, uh, the mayor sort of is taking her cues from from the Port Ruby Police Department. I'm I'm trying to oh, to, to get her to chill out a little bit, but you know, she she feels that given the situation, uh, she doesn't really have a lot of firm political ground to involve herself. Uh, okay, so if you can get us something meaningful, maybe I can go to work. You know, but. Right now, it's just its just my word that my brother's too dumb to pull this off. <laughs> and no one's going to believe that. Okay, listen, um, I, I was just calling really to check in and, and obviously to let you know that we were set up, which you know you believe, and, and also just uh, uh, don't worry too much about it. Just you stay don't safe. Don't worry. And, Are you crazy? Of course, I'm going to worry. Okay, no, we got, we got this. We got this. Don't worry about it. We, we got this. We got this. But I just want to let you know, like, you, you stay safe, and, and, and I love you, and um, I'll just let you know if we have anything sizable. But uh, I have a feeling it's going to get a little rockier before it gets even. So, But we're good. I just want to let you know, like, I'm, I'm okay. Keep me in the loop as best you can. All right. That sounds good, sis. And uh, while you are headed, are, are you headed back up to the room? Yeah, then I hang up and I head back. 
Okay, as you are headed back, uh, you pass uh, the librarian's desk, and there's a television on the desk, a little small one, uh, yeah. where they are monitoring the news. And uh, you see uh, Stella Combs uh, on there, and uh, PR1 News, um, and Stella Combs is saying, despite a citywide manhunt, fugitives Vion Vigor, Ulez Galli, Benny Beckett, and Caden Bialto remain at large tonight. Four suspects are accused of planting the bomb that exploded in the garage of the Perfecto building in Bray Square this morning. While no one was hurt in the explosion, the suspects are still considered highly dangerous. While the police have not caught up with them yet, they have arrested one of their own in connection with the case. Baronsdale Police Detective Leon Neal was taken into custody earlier today after assaulting another police employee so the suspects could escape a police evidence warehouse in Yard Hill. When pressed by reporters, Leon Neal's attorney had this to say. And it cuts to a shot of Audrey Reeves, uh, who is surrounded by microphones, and she says, my client's actions were completely justified under the circumstances. And when all is said and done, I expect he, along with the four suspects in this case, will be fully vindicated. And then the report moves on. I, I see that. Okay, I, I quickly I walk back into the the office or into the the meeting we're in. I poke my head in. Hey, Doc. Yes. Can you can you trace a phone call to the origin if it's from a payphone? Yes. Hmm. Damn. All right. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want anyone to come here. I guess. Well, who would be doing such trace? Uh, the police. They would have to, I believe, have awareness of one or the other of the ends of the call. The payphone would not be anticipated. So if you were calling someone unexpected, they would not be doing it. Such a trace is typically active at the local level, from what I understand. Your national government, however, uh, as well as your corporations, are far more injurious toward privacy and would have access. I mean, from what I know about detective shows, they always are waiting for the call when it comes, so. Yeah. Whom do you seek to call? You know what, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna keep this one in my back pocket. It's all right, we got places to go and things to see. So I just head back into that, close the, the, the door and I, I untransform. You cannot put a payphone in your back pocket. It's too large. Benny, oh, no. what is he talking about Sorry. today? No, no, no. The idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the idea in my head. Those are, those are not material. We should go. We need to go to Lock Hall. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. We have. I'm worried for Vion. Address. But I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're wondering right. when you're going to put a whole payphone in your pocket. No, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not putting a pay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I seem stressed. I've been hopping around all day, and I, I'm, I'm getting batted around by uh, just... Uh, don't make friends with someone who can see the future and then chooses not to use it in an efficient way. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Okay. We will keep an eye out for your pockets. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. And I will instead make friends with someone who sees the past and uses uh. it to display elephants. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And you already have. Thank you. That, oh, that made me that feel I'm a paragon good. of efficiency. Shall we? Let's do it. Oh, wait. We need, uh, we need disguises. <gasps> do we? I am wearing one. 
yeah, but ones like we we've been displayed on television. Could I spend our community determination to retcon a donation box of uh, clothing, <gasps> like outside the building towards the I back? Mean, if you want to spend it on that, you absolutely can. Y'all, yes, can yes. Wear some uh, for the art, Rick. For the art. For the art, Rick. For the art. For the art. Yeah, real quick. Um, what do your disguises look like? Oh gosh. Oh, um, so first off, Ulez finds like um, a bikini top <laughs> and uh, a sparkle squirt, squirt uh, shorts and a skirt. Ah, sure. Yep, squirt. Um, and they look to the group for uh, thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, well, you still look like uh you so maybe we need a little more face co more cover oh, you're still we want to be unidentifiable i think okay we will look while you all uh show off what you have uh yeah benny's gonna do hair back find like a hat like if i could find like a bucket hat and then some like ah the glasses. old clark kent eh mm -hmm. And then, like, she'll swap out, like, her jacket for just, like, just random clothes. She wears a lot of dark clothes. Maybe she'll put on something, like, bright colored. She doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> uh, you are out back behind the library now, is what we said? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think so. Okay, so let's say by this point, it it's has become dark. Cadrax. Um, yes. So, in contemplating what I am wearing, it is necessary to consider what clothes might have fit me, uh, we have talked previously about how Catrax's ingenious human disguise is based upon a model human and therefore uh, their physiognomy is that of, in effect, a model. So I think uh, we have Fashion Week discards. Okay. Vian? Um, I laugh because I found the UC Santa Cruz shirt from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And so I've got that on with just like, and I found like a tracksuit kind of thing and sunglasses. And so I've just changed into that. And the whole thing, the whole idea behind this is that Vion just looks kind of scrubby a little bit. <laughs> So if you saw this guy on like the subway, you're like, I'm not making eye contact. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't want to get involved. I'm not making Certainly judgment. not, no. I, just I don't want, want no scrubs. That's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, here we go. How's this? Oh, wow. Much you look better. Like, Looks like you're auditioning for like a risk, risky business remake or something. <laughs> um, Wish so, I could give you my, these ones, these are my favorite. <laughs> oh, yes, Benny. Those are what you should definitely wear. I think those might draw a lot of attention to. Okay, well, you did state that my outfit was a little too, um... I think we can just still see Ulas. Yeah. No, it's I not found... too much. We just need to see, we need to another It's cold, layer. so we probably also, yeah, exactly need to provide that, um, that, you know... If, can we you... find, like, a like a winter coat? <gasps> or something? There was like, this like a long large one? red parka, we believe, when I squish it, air comes out, and it feels like there may be some feathers inside. That would be good. We also, I wonder if we could find, we could do the scarf again. We could probably Ooh. find like a little scarf for you. Yes. 
And the hood of the parka has a little bit of faux fur on it. It is quite nice. We will be very bundled up. Could we still wear the sparkle skort? Of course. Yeah, it's Port Ruby, man. No one cares. Thank okay. you. <laughs> and we just wanted to make sure we hid hid your glow, because that's very distinctive, Ula's. Oh, yes. yes. So once we got that, then, you know, put on whatever you want. And okay. you are all disguised up. Now, you are headed now for the address of Hollingworth Industries. That is your... Yep. Okay. Yeah, something about it wasn't the second, but perhaps the third underline that alerted yeah. us to that perhaps this was important. Yes, red, underlined, <laughs> asterisks drawn all around it. Um, and uh, yeah, you fly your way down there. Uh, Jake, if you can just throw up the uh, Avalon map for a second, I, I think uh, you can actually see Ridge Gardens there uh, just uh, in the, the corner of Baronsdale. Um, and uh, that is, you know, the same place that you went and fought the alien strike force where Kadrak set off the earthquake and all that stuff happened. Um, and wait, what's going Oh, right, we hit first all three. Wow, <gasps> thank you so much, everybody. Uh, yeah, oh my God, yeah, it's a good one tonight. Oh, thank you so much. Y- y'all have taken great care of us this season, and, and we, we, we appreciate you. Um, and uh, yeah, so you get there, and uh, you fly in, and just like everything else in Ridge Gardens, Ridge Gardens sounds like it's going to be a nice neighborhood where you know people live and kids play, but as you already know, it is a dilapidated old kind of ex-industrial area where it's just kind of blown out factories and now thanks to Cadrax the streets are cracked the buildings are all condemned um, and uh, the Hollingward factory is really no exception the outside is fairly large like a warehouse and uh, extremely old the windows are boarded up the facade is cracked bricks are broken gutters are sort of hanging down from the roof uh it it looks like it hasn't been occupied for decades um tell you what everyone give me an intellect roll uh 11 nice Nice back to you. Nice. Nine. Come on, nine just for the straight. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yes, <laughs> Only straight, straight we're going to get on this. That's as high as I can get. <laughs> those are in an electoral. Big um, money, big money, big money. Those are all great. So it's like, yeah, you see all that stuff. And it, like I said, it looks like it hasn't been occupied for decades. But on closer examination, you notice that there is a security guard sitting on a stool right outside what looks like the main entrance. Hmm. Where there is one, there are often more, especially if there are multiple circles and three underlines. So yes, ping. Give me a ping roll. I need Uh, to probably lose the map now. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Ten. Ten. Uh, The inside, as far as your ping reveals, it is... There are no people in there. Um, it is kind of looks like it has been converted into storage or something. It is kind of just floor to ceiling boxes. The boxes, you know, uh, have files and broken machine parts. And, you know, you can't exactly see what they are with a ping, but uh, nothing seems unusual or sparks your interest too hard. All right. Is this a place with. Uh windows with uh, alternate entrances uh more about the building 
properties. Well, like like I said, it's like you know there are definitely cracks in the facade in various places, um, and uh, yeah, there 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 are a couple of uh, looks like. Um, you know, what are probably from the inside were like fire exits or something that don't look like they're meant to open from the outside. There are no handles or, or you know, locks on the outside, but doors that are in the facade. Um, none of those are guarded, but like I said, none of them have means of being open from the outdoors. What's right. the wall? What's the wall made of? Sounds like the wall is cracked. Yeah, brick. Okay. Y'all want to go inside? Yes. You okay, Doc? Yes, oh, just it, preparing. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no, no. It hurts you, doesn't it? We don't got to... Excruciatingly, yes. Oh, no. Oh. I don't want to do that to you, Doc. We can uh, teleport. I. It does help if I could see what is on the other side, though. Is Are there any, like, up, like, up top? Like, if it's dilapidated, are there any, like, roof caves in that they could, yeah. like, check out from up top? I will look for fly-ins and perhaps the rest of you might start to look for in. materials inside the building. Yeah, sure. Yes. That sounds good, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Good plan. All right. Uh, so, Vion, you were just phasing everybody through the wall? Yeah, except for Cadrax. Except for Cadrax. Okay. Cadrax, you swoop up to the roof. Um, the three of you go inside, and, uh, you know, this kind of looks like, uh, you know, the warehouse from Raiders, you know, it's just like, just rows and rows of stacked boxes, you know, with just, you know, little passageways between them, but that, you know, that is the vast majority of what you see. I'll tell you what, the three of you, give me intellect rolls, you can add any investigative bonuses as you okay. search the place. Seven plus, uh, eleven. Ten. Four. Okay, you all start searching. Cadrax, you come on up to the roof. And, uh... Oh, make an intellect roll. Eight. There is, um, what looks like, uh, the ending of a ventilation shaft that has come out on the roof, and you can see that it is sort of ajar. Uh, you know, no, it's like it is... It, it, it is. It, it, I, I love. It. And um, <laughs> yeah, it looks like it has been, you know, displaced by uh, perhaps the earthquake you caused, or maybe just old age. And like the whole, you know, the whole roof is sort of cracked around it and stuff. Um, you figure you might be able to kick this thing in, or you know, maybe just blast it out with your power. That is likely true, though it would likewise attract the attention of the guard. Hmm. Uh, therefore, the best course of action would be for the guard to move away from the door. Uh, so, I would like to create some sound. Let me think. Um, what will rest him from his position? Ah, uh, uh, I will use the 
sounds of nearby hooligan children. Uh, and th that could be effective, as we, we have seen that uh, there, there, there are some hooligan children that have uh, hung out in Ridge Gardens in the past. I um, will actually draw on the sounds of Koji. Yeah. Koji yeah. and friends. And all. Um, so give me a complex task roll. This is not super hard for you. <sighs> yeah, no, 10. Yeah, and uh, you project those sounds, uh, let's say, into a dark corner somewhere, uh, you know, away from the door. And the guard um, kind of gets up and kind of shines his light. And he's like, you know, hey, hey, you kids, you can't be here. And he kind of gets up and starts walking towards the sound, looking around, being like, where are you? All right, do me a favor. Uh, how are you doing this? You kicking it in? You blasting it out with your power? Um, with I am now flying down the wall and through the doorway that he just left. Oh, okay. Um, well, you know what? It's like you you fly down the wall and you get to the door, and the door is locked. But is it? I have thirteen. Yeah, and this is not a complicated lock. So for the 13, yeah, easily you are able to just vibrate the tumblers open, walk back in, walk inside, close the door behind you, and uh, in a way that has not disturbed the lock at all. And uh, Ah, and now inside. I have emerged through the lock hall. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and you enter uh, the Howling Word Electronics, uh, sorry, the uh, Howling Word Industries building and um, join your friends uh, who are mid-search. Um, Theon, you got a 12. Benny, you got four. And Ulez, you got a 10. Okay. Theon and Ulez, you are making your way, you know, through the boxes, looking mm -hmm. for stuff, kind of, you know, every once in a while you stop and you kind of try and, you know, crack one open and take a peek and... Nothing really jumps out at you. Everything kind of looks, you know, very ho-hum here. And I think then, Benny's just distracted thinking about the weird text she got back from mom's, which seemed out of character, so she's not very, very helpful. <laughs> yeah, that seems fair. Yeah, they, 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 were, they were overwhelmingly positive um, for, for, you know, this kind of situation. <laughs> when you think yeah. a parent might, you know. but um, When you think the mom specifically, that is not, that is not, <laughs> no. Really, that sounds exactly like something moms would do to convince themselves that everything is all right. That's true. My mom never tried to convince herself that everything is all right. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was out of character. I'm Jewish, and so yes, likewise. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that. Um, so, Vion and Ula, eventually you sort of converge on the same thing at the same time. Um, this place looks like nobody's been in here for a long, long time. There's dust on every surface. Everything is kind of undisturbed. But at one point, you can see on the floor kind of fresh-looking, fresh-ish looking tracks in the dust that has built up on the floor. Uh, cobwebs that have been sort of broken and swept aside down one particular area. It looks like someone has walked down here. And you head that way, and uh, at the end of that particular corridor, there is a small shelf, and there is a box on the shelf, a big cardboard box with an open top. 
and you can see from the dust around the the, uh, sh the box that this box has been moved recently. And inside the box, there is a phonograph and a phonograph player. Well, well, well. Uh, what is this? Uh, you know the record player that we uh, we play a lot of like Wilco on in the apartment. Yes, I do. Um, it, this is like a sort of like a older version of that, and much older. You would guess, you know, this is like one of those old, you know, almost borderline Edison ones with yeah, like the cone and stuff. Yeah. It looks borderline ancient for this technology. Uh, this is great. Um, shall we? Shall we take it for a spin, <laughs> so to speak? Oh yes, because it spins. Uh, yeah. I'd like to cast silence before we do that. Oh, Doc! <laughs> like, do we, like I, I assume that we would. Um, I think Cadrax simply does. So, oh, so in we, preparation. Okay, okay so a cone of know. silence. Okay. Yeah. Do we know that you've? Do we know that you've uh, entered the space yet? Um, I think that is up to us. you and your awareness, my friend, because mm -hmm. uh, they'll they'll be a. Uh, They'll just, I think they are, especially now that they float, there's no footsteps, so they might be a little bit of the huh, ever so often. No, honestly, Vion, no, if he sees a record player, he's enamored. Kadrash, give me your complex test roll. Oh, wow. Okay, again, 13. We are stealthy on this mission. You are in the cone of silence, let's say. And yeah, Vion, you carefully remove the record player from the cardboard box and you can immediately see that it has handprints on it it looks like someone again has disturbed the dust somebody else has used this record player okay good to know and that it's got like a good. hand it's got like a hand crank it is not you know electric uh yeah and uh so you take a second and you figure it out and you crank it up and you put yeah. this phonograph well, I, on to, it. to be yeah. clear I, I i place it down and then i, I ulez would you care to do the honors Oh, I simply have to rotate this crank? Yeah, start slow, I think, and then kind of like match the speed to what you think is just, uh, appropriate. Just like the windows in the van, right? Do we have hand crank windows in the ah. van, I think, don't we? I think so. Oh, Looking yes. at that van, I think yeah. it would be. I <laughs> guess yeah. we are familiar with this motion, and I will start off slow and, you know. Yeah, and as you start to crank, uh, you hear a very staticky recording uh, of a voice. And uh, here's what you hear. August 8th, 1925. Hi, this is uh, Dr. Eric Yorty. I am here at uh, Hollingward Industries with its owner, Dr. Uh, Walter Orson. And today we are beginning work on Project Intellimachine. Uh, the project is Dr. Orson's brainchild. He believes we can create a machine that can think and reason at a level uh, beyond that of human beings. I have honestly never been so excited to be part of anything in my life. And then there's kind of like a little static glitch and you hear December 17th, 1925. Dr. Yorty here. Uh, it has taken five months, but the basic system is now in place. Dr. Orson's confidence is high and he has scheduled an initial test of the machine for our investors. And then a static glitch. And you hear January 2nd, 1926, 
sadly, the test was a bit of a disaster. Not only did the machine not think and reason like a human, it barely functioned at all. I warned Dr. Orson we should have conducted our own test before showing it to the investors, but well, that ship has sailed. They aren't pulling their funding yet, but they've made it clear they expect a more impressive result within the next six months. And static glitch, March 15th, 1926. We are making progress, but not enough. And things are getting tense. Dr. Orson now believes a machine that functions at the level he envisioned is possibly many decades away. But a machine that incorporates a, how he puts it, a human element, shall we say, could achieve the results our investors are expecting to see. Static glitch. May 8th, 1926. Dr. Orson is now convinced that the IntelliMachine can be made to work if its CPU is replaced by a human brain and nervous system. It is not the project I signed up for, but we've come so far and it would still be a marvel of science. We are now in discussion about the ethical aspects of how to acquire such parts. Static glitch, June 10th, 1926. Dr. Orson has now made it clear he would like his own brain and nervous system fused with the machine. Frankly, I am disturbed by all this, but he has come to believe that the process will turn him into something more than human. And he seems quite taken with the prospect. And then the phonograph ends. I have spoken with Orson. Uh, he is quite kind. Well, that's nice. Uh, hmm, Beyond, I did neglect to inform you that um, he phoned me. I have two cell phones now, and he potentially saved my life when I accidentally teleported to the basement uh, parking garage where the explosion went off. And there were a bunch of investigators who um, came at me with tasers. It was not... A good experience. However, we believe that Orson interfered and saved me. Huh. So Orson's on our side. Since they appear to be constituted similarly to you, no biological components paired with technology? Correct. We think they could make a very good ally. They had questioned me in the beginning if I was a friend or a foe. But we were not entirely sure what was the spectrum for that kind of a question. But yeah. we determined that we are an ally regardless. And that's true. <laughs> this seems uh, fitting and appropriate. So how do we rendezvous with this person then? They seem interested in talking to you. They did not enjoy speaking with Vion when he approached the computer inside of uh, the CEO's office. Uh, we believe that they can communicate through any means of technology, be it a cellular device, a computer, or... Vion, what did you want to put uh, in your pocket? A payphone. Uh, yeah. They're rather large. Well, and uh... Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, what were you saying? Uh, I was just gonna, I was just gonna start musing as to how we can 
content. It wasn't, it wasn't going to be anything. Don't worry about it. And while you're musing, mm-hmm. um, you hear from somewhere in the warehouse. This very low growl. And then another. And then suddenly you hear a bunch of growls at the same time. Growls. What what do we hear? I have heard dog make this noise. Usually when they are deeply displeased, I would like if you would consent to have you all not be on the ground anymore. Yes, please. Yeah. I'd like to fly us out of range of anger doggos if applicable. You pick everyone up, and as you start to leave the ground, the corridor you are in from both sides, you see coming at you zombies. What? Living dead people walking at you, growling, screaming, charging. And we'll pick up there next week. What? What am I playing? <laughs> yeah, what is no, this? I mean, this is consistent with, with the lore, yes? This has happened. This is a thing. It has happened. In Train to Busan, Sam. Not to us. <laughs> We're not ready I don't for understand this. what that means. <laughs> I do not have cultural context. <laughs> oh. Okay, all right, next up the Winchester. Great, this is awesome. You just know the pop up ones before. Anyway, talk about it later. Get us a fancy car, trade that van in. Oh, boy. All right. All right. We got zombies on the table. <laughs> we got, they're in the we, warehouse. That's like uh, one. Yes, on we, table, we have probably. zombies in the warehouse. We have, yeah. uh, we have, we, 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 we're, we're, we're getting some answers out. Um, things are moving along nicely. Um, and uh, this was a. This was a really cool one. Um, I can't believe I'm saying this, but next week is the penultimate episode of the season, which is really, I mean, we kind of think of the finale almost as like those last two as a finale. So it's really like kind of the first part of the finale. Uh, It's a little weird to be here already. Yeah. What the, the show is almost a year old already. I was thinking about that the other day. That's wild to me. That's almost old enough to cause mischief. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and look at us, early, early bloomers. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much, everybody. And thank you, everybody uh, who, who stayed with us for this whole time. Um, I, I see uh, I see Daily Dale is uh, out there. Uh, hello, Destiny Benediction. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, this, this was very cool. Um, so go around the table, tell the good people where they can find you, starting with um, Caitlin Bruder. Hi, I'm Caitlin Bruder. You can find me on Twitter at K-K-A-M-A-B-R. Uh, and this week, I actually have another RPG stream that I'm going to be on uh, over on twitch.tv slash theinfiniteconstruct. Um, we're going to be playing Numenera for the first time uh, Tuesday... Tuesday at 4.30 Pacific. Um, That's going to be very fun. I'm very excited. It's a bunch of the cast from, a bunch of cast and crew from Rule of Lore. We got invited over for that game. So that, very excited about that. This has been my only stream every week for the past couple of weeks. So it'll be fun to have a couple of things going on. 
Um, and then also, I'm going to say again, uh, go to stopline3.org. Three is in the numerical three. There are water protectors who need our help and need uh, bodies if you're up in Minnesota, but also funds for bail and for supplies to help them protect our waterways. That's all I got. We hate having to share her, but that's going to be great. So uh, check out that uh, that game, and, and uh, we will uh, we will tweet about the charity thing too. Um, Zelda. Yeah, hello, hello. I've been your non-binary busy bee. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. I am a podcaster, a member of the Broadswords, a host of Anime Attaché, and don't forget that you can always find a power play as a podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I am a rather busy streamer. Follow me on Twitch for my schedule, and I am the community manager for Dungeons & Dragons (laughs) Adventures League. And most importantly, y'all, I've ordered hair like a month ago and it finally came in. So hopefully the next time you see me. Oh my God. I will have slightly lighter hair. Just like, just peak, peak the pink. Oh my God. Oh, that's going to be so cool. It's going to be so bright and it's going to be so great. But uh, I will be AFK from the world for about 24 to 48 hours while I install it. And then I will come back more like Ula's. Oh my God, B B Zelda hitting hitting home runs left and right. Oh my God, uh, Omar Najam. Hey everybody, I'm Omar Najam. You can find me at Omar Najam on Twitter. Uh, also, I as the season continues every week, uh, for the most part, Vion has a chapter going up in the Discord. So check that out uh, if you want to hear it read just absolutely wonderfully. Uh, tune into Library and Liz's streams. They read that. They just inject so much life into each chapter. Um, there is an ending. It will end. It, 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 it'll work, hopefully. So How it's many coming more up. chapters are there? Well, it's as many weeks as we got. So I think, what, total three left? Oh, oh okay. Three, three okay. fresh ones uh, come tomorrow. Uh, the countdown begins. So, oh, boy. And also, um, since Dale's in chat, uh, Monarch's Factory. Head to YouTube. Uh, check out Monarch's Factory. Uh, I'm only being nice because her birthday's coming up in a few days. So if you've already subscribed to the channel, tell a friend. It's D&D and mythology and Dale being silly. Those are the three best things in the world. So check that out. Um, after her birthday, I'll, continue, I'll go back to not being nice to her. So uh, that's it. That's, that's, all my, that's, that's all my stuff. Yeah, zombies in Port Ruby, Omar being nice to Dale. It's like I, I think we're hitting apocalypse here. Um, but no, we love Dale and, and her videos are just amazing. Definitely check them out on YouTube. Um, and Sam DeLev. Yes, I have been announced. I have been Cadrax Eversinger. I have been all up in the internet void doing role-playing and variety, streaming the schedule for which you can find on my Twitch.tv's about page, twitch.tv slash Belevely, D-E-L-E-B-E-L-Y, as well as all of the one-offs I'm doing on Twitter at Tchaikovsky, C-H-A-I-K-O-V. S-K-Y. And I'm Rick Budd. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at rbud913, or you can follow the show at PowerPlayRPG, and I will be back here next week with all of these amazing folks for, again, I can't believe I'm saying it, the penultimate episode of the season. Uh, just... You don't have to say it, you know! You can, yeah, you can not! I know, I know. Also, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm sad. But, uh, me, but somehow this hurts more. But it's going to be great, I promise. Uh, so on that, the theater goes dark, and we are in space in the present day. 
We are on the bridge of a ship, and from what we can see, it is large and impressive. There is only one person on the bridge, and he appears to be a human male. Uh, if I had to cast him, I would say he was Michael B. Jordan. And uh, he is doing stretches and calisthenics of various kinds, touching his toes, rotating his neck, reaching out with his arms. And just then, a soft alert, like a musical chime, sounds from a control panel, and he walks to it. But his steps are clumsy and awkward, like he's not used to using his legs. And he presses a button. And a screen on the display suddenly shows this bright and beautiful array of glowing fractal shapes that just barely resemble a face. And the man says, Conductor Audon. And the fractal creature, the conductor, says, Commander Blair, I have new directions from the Star Choir concerning your next movement. And Commander Blair arches an eyebrow and says, New directions, Conductor. And Conductor Audon replies, Yes, we have received word that the Alpha Combine has set its sights on Sol 3. The Commander nods. Well, as you can see, uh, I've already been issued a human form, as of my crew. Give the order and we'll move out immediately. And the Conductor says, Our advance team didn't do so well on Sol 3 dealing with the planet's indigenous population at the same time as the Combine will be highly dangerous. Commander Blair replies, we are prepared for the danger, Conductor. The Conductor says, your bravery is admirable, Commander, but you are not prepared. We need more information. And the Commander says, not to contradict the conductor, but our intelligence services have provided us with a very thorough report on, and the conductor interrupts, it won't be enough. For this, we will need to know everything. And as Commander Blair forms a puzzled look on his face, we cut to black. See you next week. Thanks for playing with us. Hey everyone, this is Omar. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your review helps other fans find the show, which really helps us out too. And if you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG for news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else we do.